This week on Face Off Hockey Show, nine more shopping days. No, probably less than that. Whenever you listen to it, it's close to Christmas, is what I'm saying. Uh, we got rollbacks in attendance. We've got kids leaving early uh, for single A hockey. We've got uh, what's old is new again, including personnel and jerseys being thrown on ice. Face Off Hockey Show, you best better believe it right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The Face Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with a C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. There's an interim health care committee? Oh, all right, AARP. Thank you for letting me know. When do they get promoted? I don't know. And I wonder if they've been to any other committees before. And they're just being recycled by the government. Probably. Scotty Waz, Johnny P here. It's Face Off Hockey Show. Um, we are closing in as we record this. Ten days till Christmas. Oh, yeah. Um, Christmas being on a Saturday is fantastic. It is, yeah. I get, I get the Friday off. It's good times. Get the Friday off for New Year's. Uh, and New then Year's. you get Boxing Day as a Sunday. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's baby. Stuff. Like the Lord intended. Fight your family. Um, so there we go. Well, we'll have things and stuff to talk about. As um, don't know if you heard, lot of lot of oh lot god, of oh god, things going on. Uh, we'll get started as we always do. Johnny, how did you? Uh, you didn't have anything to do, like at least hockey wise, this week. No, no, no. I did go to the uh, Black Bears uh, Christmas party Ooh. on uh, Sunday, though. That was. Uh, at Holly's house, and uh, yeah. yeah, it was a good time. Good time had by all. Uh, I I believe it was the first time that a bunch of the billets realized that I was forty three years old. Yeah, um, you know the norm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, wow, we thought you were way younger than. That. And I was like, yeah, that's what happens when you live by yourself, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I got a uh, new camera lens to uh, take pictures of the moon with. It's a 500 millimeter camera lens that I can uh, double using my doubler ball and make a whole meter, <laughs> a whole meter of lens, which is a lot of lens, ladies. A lot of lens. It weighs 11.6 pounds. Jesus, it's a small child. <laughs> it's a newborn weight. Um, so, yeah, so that's that's fun. That's good stuff. I mean, that's not a hockey lens. That's no. a... That's a like. Oh, that's a hockey an, lens if you're like upper deck of a Winter Classic game. Y- yeah, and even then, like I don't know how long I'm carrying that around. I'm gonna need like <laughs> one of those like back braces, like the, uh, like the um, copper fit. Sure. When they uh, when Farb stuff. When Farb uses to to play football well against the other guys that can't play football. You mean the Redskins or the yes. Washington football team? Oops. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so had that, did all that. I told my uh, job on Monday that I was leaving because I'm getting I'm getting a new job. Hey, there you go. Lots of change going on. Lots of change. Ch changes. So that's good. It's good stuff. Looking forward to hockey this weekend. Sure. At the dead. Gonna have to find my ugly my black bear's ugly sweater so I can wear it one of the nights. Over there. The uh yeah, the Johnstownians are coming in. Johnstown on their way into the arena, which probably means additional security. <laughs> These are the only home games that I actually play music during the game so they don't have to hear people. Right. Um, but yeah, all <laughs> in all, uh it'll be fun. It'll be a good weekend. And <laughs> uh yeah. Yeah, looking forward to the weekend. That's good. Everybody's working for the weekend, but I'm looking forward to it. So we just what I heard. Yeah. We had uh we had inventory this weekend at the hospital. That was Oh no. That was a fun my first inventory by my lonesome. Uh, I always appreciate inventory because it's like, can you count? Come on help. Essentially that's what it was. You don't need to know supply area. Can you add one in one? All right. If you can't First off, how'd you get the job in the first place? Second off, maybe not come out. So we had that Saturday. That kind of bled into Sunday. Um, I was shocked that the, I thought the both Black Bears games were in the afternoon. Apparently they were not. So I'm like, I caught, I caught the uh, Saturday night game, which was the better of the two games. I thought. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was a good time. Um, Jayco and I have ice this coming Tuesday, so we're looking forward to that. Nice. And um, I bought a little something. Bought a little something. I think it's not that it's for it's us. I think for us. For us as a for whole. Us as, a, as a people. Okay. As a people. Um, so. What, what was it? When did when did Sean get things started? Uh, 2001. It might. Nope. It was 2000. It was 2000 after I graduated from uh, McDonald's. College. Yeah. Okay, that was broadcastmonsters.com. I'm trying to bring up the website, but it's been finicky because GoDaddy fucking sucks, Nick. Uh, is it working it, off AWS that has broken everything in the entire country, which is it, amazing? It might have been. Apparently, uh, a single point failure for an entire infrastructure is not a smart idea. <laughs> Who would have thought? Listen, they're a new, they're a new, they're a new system. It's a small company. We can't, we can't assume, can't assume that they're gonna have everything going. Yeah, it's timed out. It's taking too long. All right, well, fuck off. Uh, Podcastmonsters.com is a thing. That's good uh, stuff. I decided to buy it. Uh, it was available, so I bought it. And now for the next. Um, Ten years, podcastmonsters.com is under my tutelage. <laughs> yeah, we got ten more years of the show. Ten, ten more, more years. years. Ten, ten more, more years. years. Oh, boy. So, yeah. That's good. I'm glad that we can, uh, I'm, I'm decently happy that we can, uh, like, reuse merch. Yes. <laughs> Still around my house. Uh, <laughs> had I thought about it, I would have brought down the broadcastmonsters.com beer stein and been drinking out of that today. Uh, yes. With Maybe that's a next week thing. The really cool swirly logo. <laughs> I like that logo. That was a good logo. 
Uh, but yeah, I figured, hey, it was available. Uh, it was like for ten years, the hundred just for the uh, just for the the URL was like uh, one hundred and seventy bucks for ten years. I'll take it, whatever. Nice. All we have to do is get. Uh, I mean, we could uh, put the uh, pod bead, uh, embed the the pod bead. Uh, yeah, actually, but... that, that's that's kind of dumb because that doesn't have our ads in it. No. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to. We could embed something. I'm sure. We'd have to. We'd have to embed. Yeah, we'd have to embed like I don't know, iHeart or some shit like that. Yeah, we can do it. Do it that way. We have the technology. Exactly. We can create a website. Right. Maybe. You can create a website. You can create a website. If you have a phone, you have a lawyer. Steve L. Miles, let's talk about it. Uh, so, yeah, um, that's that was something that's fun. And um, enter my six-digit code. Uh, 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 uh. I got the two-step verification for the GoDaddy because God only knows we're getting some kind of fucking... Smart. Some kind of fucking people trying to hack on that shit. Yeah, obviously, Podcast Monsters is definitely going to be hackable. Yeah, exactly. So let me see here. Let me just bring it, bring it on up, bring it on up, bring it on up. Um, yep. So I, it's auto. Oh, sorry. I, I kind of hope currently it's just Blake. Uh, so I have only got a five-year plan. I apologize. So that was. Oh. Uh, um. So five-year plan to 2026. Uh, set to automatically renew, and I got full privacy domain protection what does that mean fuck if i know yeah but um it it i oh it protects my domain against hijacking attempts i get alerts on high-risk actions and then prevents accidental transfer so there's that also how does it prevent accidental transfer is it like are you sure yeah are you sure you want to transfer this over okay uh, so the estimated value on this right now um, is $1,169. Nice. And I've that's done an investment. Right? That's, that's, that's better than any NFT. That actually has real money. So, yeah. I like it. I like podcastmonsters.com. Yeah, podcastmonsters.com. I am, I am not getting new business cards, though. No, that's fine. That's fine. That would be like the third set of business cards that I bought, and I've used like a total of four. <laughs> they're real good for kindling though you just throw right. like a bunch of them into it and light them on fire uh the the best the best part's just like uh we could i couldn't get the uh twitter because someone's like sitting on podcast or podcast monsters so i had to be it's at his underscore podcast monster leave off the last s for squatting a username <laughs> so got that going for us but yeah it's fun Probably just like have a link to RRS feed to all our shit. So nice. Once we figure that out, I like it. So yeah, we don't so, need the link tree anymore then. Uh, yeah, we still do. Although it's probably worth it. It's probably it free, free, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not paying anything, so it's worth all the money. Exactly. Worth every penny. Um. So yeah, that was fun. And then this weekend, yeah, trying to get. You gotta get a bucket of pucks for Tuesday. Gotta make sure all Jen's equipment fits. Um, for goalieing. And then yeah. Should be a hoot and a holler. Holler, holler. Uh God, pricing for websites on GoDaddy.com is like insane. Anyway. Managed WordPress, go fuck yourself. Anyway. All right. 
Let's get to some injury reports. Got what? it. Bye. Nobody. No mile. Oh, yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the Face Off Hockey Show injury reports. Here we go. Did it, Johnny. Here we go. Figured it out. Got it right there. Got him. That's good. That's good stuff right there. there I is, love that baby. logo. Boom. The old BCM hockey logo. It's the bot star. <laughs> uh, uh, great memories. That's good. I like that a lot. I like that. Yeah. It's got all these like default. This is on WordPress. It's got all these defaults. So obviously, if you don't want to go to podcastmonsters.com, it's podcastmonsters.wordpress.com. So just have to find a way to static that domain name. That'll be good. Da, 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 da. All right. So injuries, and we start with COVID because the Calgary Flames have now had four games canceled due to COVID. Oh, jeez. 17 players on COVID protocol. 17 players and 10 staff members, which equals 27 if you're scoring at home or even if you're alone. It's a good thing that the inventory worked. You're good at math. Right? Uh, Johnny Goudreau, Jacob Markstrom, Rasmus Anderson, Daryl Sutter amongst the four that went into uh, protocol today. Um, So not fun. Not a great time for anybody. Yeah, the the COVID is just broken out. Like I said, I play Thanksgiving. Yeah, you're probably not wrong. It is the, it is that two week period afterwards, so that intubation period. Yeah, I mean, uh, Carolina close. Carolina has ten players on the COVID list, but I think they're playing tonight for some reason. Um, Patrice Bergeron was just put on the COVID list this afternoon. Oh no! So he's on my pretty, fantasy team. The prettiest man. Have you have you changed your fantasy team and? I don't know. So what I do with my fantasy team, uh, mostly, I, I did have to drop somebody so I could bring Backstrom back because Backstrom's back. All right. <laughs> um, and he's playing tonight. Uh, but what I do at the beginning of every week is I click on that button that says start active players. And then I look at it again later in the week. <laughs> there you go. Smart. <laughs> Smart. See, the real the real big brain play is to just have one per one player for each of the categories and then just have the three empty slots for like the backup goalie and then other stuff <laughs> and then just leave it for the rest of the year. But then you're going to have somebody yell at you saying, man, I'm trying to trying to hype you up. And then blah, 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 blah. Fuck. <laughs> uh, I also do appreciate how he doesn't think they're going to find out about stuff like that. Right. Exactly. And then and then the walk back really quickly. Oh, real quick. Jesus. Like he could have. I didn't know if it was it was it was him or if it's Deion Sanders out there. Like the the pedal, the back pedal was amazing. Yeah. So uh Tucker Pullman <laughs> was pulled mid game to be in COVID protocol. Oh yeah. I'm sure that nothing I mean, they don't sit near each other in the locker room, so nah. nothing happened with that. Nah, dog, they're fine. Yeah. Which sucks because Vancouver's actually doing super good. I know. I know. How about that, Bruce Boudreaux? Amazing. Talk about him a little later. Um, and also Dave Tippett going into protocol for precautionary reasons last night for your Edmonton Oilers. So there we go with that. Uh, some other injuries, some non, uh, upper respiratory infection injuries, uh, Gabe, Gabe Landis cog lower body injury. He's had at least two weeks 
as the Avalanche just can't catch a break with their star players. Did he, uh, was that from the hit? I think it was, yeah. Because, I mean, Jacob Truba has just been taking people out this week. Left, right, and center. He has been. Uh, and it hasn't helped the Rangers win. So I mean, at this point, does it even matter? Yeah. Really? <laughs> they have their Todd Wilson killer. Exactly. They're fine. Yeah. Who lost the fight last night? <laughs> um, Alex Hedler, uh, he's got a leg injury. That's out long term. That did not look good. Could not put any weight on it. I think it was his left left leg after getting, you know, pummeled and uh, had to be helped off the ice. So that's rough. Uh, Tyler Toffoli, hand surgery. He is out eight weeks. While uh, Casey Middlestead had surgery. No one knows what the surgery is. The Sabres aren't saying. And that means he's out for an unknown determined amount of time. So I kind of hope it's the neck fusion surgery. <laughs> and they had they had the Jack Eichel choice. They're like, we're going to try it on this, this, uh, this young upstart who was supposed to be good and then really didn't pan out for as much. Um... John Bernier has got a hip injury. He's going to be put on the IR. And uh, Lindy Ruff, Cam Ruff, is not a fan of uh, of, of him coming back. He, he's worried about his uh, long-term career in this one. So we'll have to see what happens with uh, Mr. John Ten Bernier. Uh, Kevin LeBanc. This just happened not too long ago. He's having shoulder surgery next week. He's going to be put on LTIR. Wow. For the uh, Le Shark. So, Shoulder surgery this year is like all in vogue. It is. It is the new hot. It is the new groin injury. Yeah, that's what I was <laughs> gonna say. It's it's the new like abdominal strain. Right. Yeah. New hernia. New, new sports hernia. Or new upper uh, high ankle sprain. Uh, another injury that caused retirement. Ben Bishop. Yeah, that's sad. He was, he was uh, down in Texas to for the Texas Stars doing rehab work. And uh, lo and behold, it did not uh, did not help, and he has been uh, forced to retire due to due to a degenerative knee injury. Yeah. So that's a that's what hindered Mark as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, ben Bishop is a guy who I don't know how you would classify his career because he was like one of the when he came in, like oh, he's got a six foot seven guy. He's gonna be freaking amazing. He's gonna be great. He was okay. 222 wins, 128 losses, 36 overtime and shootout losses. Career. He, he probably would have been better had he come through the Black Bear system, but they didn't. Sure. They didn't exist. To be fair, they haven't really turned out many tall goaltenders either. <laughs> They're there, but they don't do too much. Um, 232 career uh, goals against, 921 career save percentage. It's an amazing save percentage. The save percentage that NHL Network said was the. Uh, fifth highest all time i believe it um his only game this year um or in the last two seasons was with the texas stars gave up eight goals in a game and said fuck it i'm out yeah bronze medalist with the world uh, championship team in 2013 with the united states uh all star game all rookie team and a nahl robertson cup champion with the texas tornado uh he's a hockey east all rookie team all academic team and second, uh, all second team uh, in college with the University of Maine, another University of Maine, getting all the tall goalies. Yep. And uh, in the AHL All-Star Game in 2012, and then the NHL All-Star Game 2016. Um, okay career. Not, not great, not terrible. Very okay career. I mean, he was pretty steady as a starting goalie. Yep. Is I think... The- 
he wasn't somebody that was going to like steal you a series, I don't think, but he was good enough to not lose the series. Exactly. I think that he was a guy who, uh, who definitely when he, when he, when he was on, he was on, like he helped Ottawa out in a big way when he came in, uh, to play with them. Um, and then went to Tampa was pretty okay. Kind of made his, his name there. And then Dallas, he kind of took over from that as well. So he had a short stint in LA too, right? Yeah, I think it was half a half a season. <laughs> so, uh, what did he? Let's see what the stat stat line is for Mr. Ben Bishop. Tampa with yeah, Los Angeles had seven games played, two three and two, <laughs> the two forty nine, uh, two point four nine goals against and a nine hundred save percentage. So, there you go. Fare thee well, Ben Bishop. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, I should bring up the Patreon now. Because it's Patreon. We have a Patreon. It must suck to be forced to retire, though, at, like, 30. Uh, Actually, he might be a little older than that. That's a great question. How old is he? Any bishop. He's yeah, he's probably not that much. 35 still. still. Yeah. For a goalie, he would be hitting his downturn anyway, so he's just getting out by extenuating circumstances. Like, hey, listen, these things happen. Honorable discharge. Right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Fare thee well, sir. All right, patreon.com slash baseball hockey show. That's where you can find us. That's where you can uh, donate some money to us. It goes back into the show. It's a great time for everybody. If you give a dollar, you get a video show. If you give uh, five, $5, you get to pick a segment and maybe get some secret show funness. Something. Be like Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Damon, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, Sean, Mitch. They contribute, so can you. It's patreon.com slash faceoff hockey show. Like I said, all the money goes back into our uh, into our show. Just like that. Uh, what do we have? Let's see what we got this week. What was the big win this week? What was the big winner this week? If this thing would load. Ah, leaving college early to play single A hockey. Now, this is one of those deals where it is a, uh, a, uh, off sh- a, a a one off I would say. Okay. So if we could if we could say that was this was uh with all certainty that this was something that will be a trend, but it could certainly be a trend for a D three player. Um, let me see if I can bring up my Google alert. I get Google alerts, Johnny. And that's um, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Google didn't get hacked like Oracle did, so. Right. Um. Yet. Yet exactly. Uh, Tyson Kirby uh, Kirkby left Oswego State's uh, D three team uh, to go play for the Southern Professional Hockey League. Okay. So he signed a contract with the Fayetteville Markman. Rest in peace, Fire Ants. And uh, now he is uh, he is now a professional. Had uh, played nine games with Oswego um, and uh, had five points, two goals, and three assists in those nine games. He is a senior. So I don't know if he graduated in this fall semester and didn't want to come back for the spring or anything. Could be. But this is int- this is an interesting scenario for uh, someone to leave the season mid-season with their team, um, especially playing all four years and then go into doing this. So I often wonder if this could now be a true. And, and, and when you look at other trends like Austin Matthews going to Switzerland to play, and uh, we all thought that was going to be a trend. Hasn't happened yet. Um, but, you know, I don't fault this kid, especially if he did graduate in the fall semester. Get your money. Because 
if someone's looking at you and you're on a hot streak, you might as well get some kind of cash now, even if it is like a thousand bucks. Yeah, that was kind of my thought too. Yeah, I wonder uh, if it'd be anything. It would be anything. <laughs> is this anything? I don't know. Uh, what is Oswego doing? How is Oswego doing? You ever been to Oswego? Uh, no. Where is it? Oswego in New York? Yeah, upstate. Yeah, I don't believe I refereed soccer. Uh, actually, I take that back. I do believe I refereed a uh, soccer game with Oswego playing. Oh. Uh, they Oswego plays uh, Augsburg University, uh, Logan Kahn's team. Augsburg uh, was really good at hot, or at, uh, at wrestling. Oh, were they? Yeah. All oh, those fucking Minnesota kids, like all the Brock Lesners. Yeah. Let's see what Oswego's doing. Uh, they're eight three and one. Oswego is. Uh, they're on a five game win streak, and they're better away than they are at home. I mean, so I would say that the. Do you see this any differently than like how Skoog and uh, and Jarman left midseason with the Black Bears to go to college? Mm-hmm. Like, is it a different thought process or? Mm. Probably, I think I think. Uh... I think it could possibly be. It just seems that Boston, first off, Boston University, very good at. Uh, figuring that shit out. <laughs> Bringing people off of NHL teams mid-season. Exactly. <laughs> Three fucking kids they did that to. Um, but I mean, it's, it's... I think it's a little bit different because you're going from college to pro. You're not going amateur to amateur, higher amateur. True. Um, but, you know, for for what it's worth, the I, from what I've heard about Skoog, it's just like he always wanted to go to that next level quicker. Um... Which, I mean, I guess if, if you get bored or if you get kind of in the dregs about playing in the N.A. for however long, then, yeah, I guess yeah. You're moving up um, and trying to get done faster and, you know, getting your education. Because, like, well, you got to figure most of those kids, like, Jarman was close to aging out, I think, maybe. I don't know. Hold <laughs> on. But I don't know. I, I feel like this conversation with um, this guy. Uh, I don't remember his name. Sorry. Uh, uh, Kirkby. Kirkby. Yes. Um, I feel like this situation is different if he's a sophomore. Yes, that's fair. And he's like, "Yep, I'm out of here. I'm going to play pro hockey, single A pro hockey." Like, I mean, this guy. Uh, it's his senior year. Mm-hmm. What are his other options? He's like, hey, I graduate from college in the spring and I become an accountant and I play um, pickup league on uh, Thursday nights. Or like, hey, this single AT wants to pay me to play hockey for a little bit longer Then, yeah, boom, in, let's go. Yeah. Right. So I don't, I feel like it's a, a bit of a no brainer. Sure. Um, uh, I also feel that this is different if this is a D1 kid versus a D3 kid. Fair. You know, uh, because so uh, the professional ranks are very open for D3 players. Right. Mm-hmm. So like your goal uh, uh, 
throughout your entire year could be or your year throughout your entire life could be like i want to play professional hockey and then you play d3 hockey and you kind of like yeah this is done this is over sure and a team comes and it's like hey we're willing to pay you but you have to come play for us now perfect i'm in let's go done let's go um yeah, so, you're, if you're a D three player, your ceiling is pretty much a ECHL. Yeah, like, I mean, unless you're like a really late bloomer, right? Like, fair. Unless you, unless you come into your game at twenty four, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the weird thing. Though. A lot of these kids now, because of junior hockey, are coming in as a like twenty one year old freshman. Right, right, Wait. right. Yeah. How does this happen? Um, but yeah, I, I think you're right. If he is like a sophomore or junior underclassman or uh, lower lower upperclassman, this is a little bit different. But I wonder if you know some people see this and like, wait a minute, why am I not why why am I not trying to put my feelers out there? Why am I, why is my not agent uh, not doing yeah. this? For me? Yeah, yeah, true story. I mean, I was graduating from college in the infancy of MLS, right? Mm-hmm. And I played one year of college soccer and. I'm pretty certain at this point, like looking back and, you know, I was very certain at the time that it was like a form letter that was sent to like college seniors, but I got an invite to the MLS combine. Hmm. I had to pay my own way to get there. I had to pay to be in the combine. I had to pay to do this, that, that, and the other thing. Right. But if my ambition in life was to play professional soccer, I'd fucking go. Sure. Yeah. Right? Like, what's the worst thing that happens? I don't make a team and I, I'm out 750 bucks or $1,000. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Right? Only money. They'll make more. Although, at that point in my life, $1,000 was a lot of money. Sure. Um, but now, I, fuck it. But um, I don't know. Like, I feel like if somebody came to me and was like, I mean, how long did I play amateur soccer? Like, I played amateur soccer on like a like a legit amateur team into my like my 30s if that was like a semi-pro team where they were like here's 50 bucks every weekend fucking hey let's go if it, if it was if it was that team that you bought the jersey from like you'd be all in yeah i, I did tell you that they sent me a second one right yeah yeah, yeah 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 and then they never got back to me on twitter so i feel like by uh law of the internet it's officially mine i think so too yeah sadly i kind of wanted to really help the team out but they definitely sent me two jerseys Mm. But I ordered one. Wow. Oh, hey, maybe they were cleaning out stock. Right. They were like, shit, we have a whole bunch of these extra jerseys. Who ordered one this year? All right, we're going to send them another one. Or they forgot they sent one out to you. That's what it was. I bet you like intern Jimmy was like, all right, I got this. I got it taken care of. We got an order and like (laughs) sent it out. And then like three weeks later, somebody's like, nobody fulfilled this order. I'm just going to send this out. All right, send it out so it's good. Oh, well. Sorry, uh, Maryland Bobcats, for taking two jerseys from you and only paying for one. All right. So we'll see if this begins a trend for underclassmen, things like that. Uh, but it is an interesting situation. One to maybe look forward to. I think it might start a trend for D3 players. Sure, absolutely. I like, because when somebody can do this, you're kind of like, why don't I just give it a try? Right. Why am I not doing this? Yeah. This guy's not better than me. Fuck him. 
Went to State University in New York. Come on. Oswego. Oswego. Um, by the way, you signed up for karaoke? I am not. No. All right. Well, I give it a shot. I, I, I'll take pictures. I'm not a. I'm not a huge Christmas music fan. No, I'm not that. No, done with you. Christmas music, not my thing. Yeah, agreed. Like I am not a Christmas music person, really. By the way, Thomas Jarman has yet to play a game this year. Oh, that sucks. Not great, Bob. Not great. Um, so I don't know if it's injury or anything else, but worth worth noting. Uh, Ontario rolling back capacity. Um, they're implementing 50% capacity limit for indoor sporting events or sporting events in general, it looks like. So that means the Leafs and the Senators will be affected by this for the capacity limits. Uh, MLSE also said they, uh, they'll provide details about the, to the ticket holders and will we have stricter mask guidelines at Scotiabank Arena beginning Saturday. Guests will be required to comply or risk ejection. Oof. Uh, senators announced they'll soon contact ticket holders likely to be affected by the capacity reduction, but then they realize they only get 9,000 in a 20,000 seat arena, so they're going to be fine. <laughs> they're still going to contact people, though. Yeah. They're just going to say, yeah, come on. Uh, what are we doing? Nope, nope, nope. Sorry. You got, yeah. uh, you four? I know you got tickets together. You can't sit with each other. <laughs> Two of you. Let's go. Hey, you four, get in here. You get in here. Come on, get in. We were, we were, we were just walking nope, past. We're nope, going to the bar. On. Go. Nope. Time to get in here. Nope. Here we go. Nope. All right. Here we are. Yep. Sit right here. Now sit two feet away. All right. There we go. Seat between you. Enjoy the game. A seat between each of you. Leave room for the Holy Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I wonder what Anthony Mastermonica is playing at this year. Playing anywhere? Anyway, I actually like that kid. He was a good kid. He seemed like a he was a he was a decent kid. Uh, the organization's a shit show, but he was a, a he was a decent kid. Let's uh, let's just put it this way: some of, some of the upper staff is shit show, and the I like Sam Avola a lot too. Yeah, he I'm always the... talks to us every time that we're there. Yeah, he, uh, he wants to make sure that Jim or I gets a picture of him for, off of the catwalk. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think the kids are good. It's just the fans and some of the staff are scumbags. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, doesn't God, like, those fans. <laughs> doesn't, look, doesn't look like Master Monica's playing anymore. That's kind of a shame. Is, there's a guy who's fucking like could be He was huge. 63225 throwing his Did weight. he age out last year? He did. So, uh, he, he's 21. Like he could have been like he's a good face-off guy too. Like there's a guy you can probably put in your fucking team. It's interesting. Yeah. So that sucks. Yeah, but hey, sometimes it works. Sometimes it works for people. Sometimes it doesn't. What can you do? Um. Also, the NHL reports are saying the NHL is going to roll out with tougher protocols. That's what I saw. For things, so I don't know what you know what more he could do. I mean. Ray Wyshynski's tweet was on uh, NHL Network last night talking about oh. talking about an emergency meeting to uh, roll protocols back to last year's protocols. Oh, boy. And everybody was like, we have no idea what that means. What were last year's protocols, Greg? That's what I mean. Like, does anybody even remember at this point? Like, so according to the Associated Press and uh, John Walrow, 
Um, that, that's, that can't be a real name. Uh, the enhanced protocol will be put into effect immediately and last through at least January 7th. Uh, da, 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 virus is changing. You have to react to blah, 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 move anonymous, blah, blah, blah. Um, daily testing will return for players and coaches part of the decision. Um, road game restrictions, including no leaving the hotel, uh, is now back into it. Um, let's see what else. A variant possible uptick in cases. 140 players have been protocol list. Uh, 700 players are considered fully vaccinated. Even if the booster shots are not mandated. Uh, NHL has till the 10th of January to opt out of the winter game. So we'll see what that happens. Uh, apparently they have the- it already. Right. The one issue is uh, quarantine protocols for athletes. If they test positive, uh, they could stay up there till five weeks. So that's kind of not great. Um, so, yeah. So all the protocols and stuff look like going back into place for players. Obviously, like the like you said, Johnny, the Thanksgiving thing could have been a, a reasoning. Um, people getting a little loosey goosey. Things I just I, I I. I have a feeling uh, that what has occurred is that uh, everybody has just decided that COVID doesn't exist anymore. Sure. Um, I mean, okay, so for example, I went to a concert on uh, Friday night. That's right, you did. Which I was okay with. Like, I'm like, whatever, I've got, I've, it, it, this is cool, we're getting back to normal. I mean, there were literally people, like, standing on my feet or, mm-hmm. like, like there was one girl behind me that was so drunk that she would hold on to my shoulder and her boyfriend to make sure she didn't fall. And I was like, okay. Like I just took a bunch of pictures the whole time. But COVID did not exist in this venue in no way, shape, or form because it was like it was like pre-pandemic. Yeah. Did, um, did you show have to show vaccine? Uh, you cart. did. So you had to show like, well, no, you didn't have to have tests or anything, though, but you had to show your like vaccine card in order to like get in. Right. So you had to be vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't mean anything. We found out that means nothing anymore. So you're right. <laughs> it's it, it's wearing on people now more than ever because we're almost two years in this fucking thing. So can you do? Um is what i think it is oh yeah no that's what i was no i was just telling you that uh <laughs> like you can literally see the uh progression of pictures that i've taken oh, over yeah, the past no, like sure. years and you can literally tell when uh the the, the team uses an old picture that i took because uh-huh. it it looks way different. Well, I noticed that with the uh, the Connor Cole announcement this week. Yes, today. it was. That was an old picture. Oh, yeah, because he still had the A on his jersey. I'm like, oh, that's an old picture. That's a dark picture. What the hell? It was last year's picture. And you can tell the difference between the pictures that I took after I learned how to edit mm-hmm. and before I learned how to edit. It's and like what? it's like E-E or A-E and B-E. And then, and, then, and also the ones that uh, the ones were taken at Ice Road and the ones that were taken at Pine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ice World was a shit show. That was, the lighting in Ice World bullshit compared to Tiny. But a lot of things in Ice World are bullshit, my friend. <laughs> the little shitty, shitty glass. But that's all that I was sending you because that just showed up, and I was like, "Wow, that is an old picture." <laughs> God, that's why. That's why I brought up karaoke. I saw it on my Twitter feed. <laughs> so, um, hey, people are throwing out jerseys again. That's oh, God. 
Oilers this might fans. be the dumbest thing in the world. Yeah, Oilers fans, Canadians fans, everyone's throwing jerseys again. Unless it's a Fanatics jersey, you're wasting your goddamn money. Like, I mean, at least with a Fanatics jersey, you can actually admit this was this was a bullshit purchase by me. I apologize. Here, take it back to the ice from once it came. So here's here's my uh, my issue with throwing jerseys on ice, lighting jerseys on fire because a person left a team, any of that kind of shit, right? Mm-hmm. It is purely well, okay. So lighting a jersey on fire is possibly the most selfish thing that you could do because you could always just put it into your goodwill bag and donate it and nobody cares. Sure. Throwing a jersey on ice, at least it's probably being recycled the same way that your hats are. Right. uh, When there's a hat trick. So is what it is. Your money. Do what you want to. But why? Right. (laughs) But why, really, folks? Like, Why? I mean, at least be creative. Wear like a paper bag over your head with eye with cuts out for your eyes. Come on, like that's what people did when they were creative in the nineties. It didn't have disposable income where they could throw jerseys on the field or the ice. You know what? Don't cut the eye holes in. Don't so cut you the can't eye watch. Holes. Just, just go, just go forth. Uh, by the way, draw them on with a with a sharpie. Yeah, exactly. You're fine. Master Monica's playing ACHA hockey. Oh, nice. For uh, Stony Brook. There you go. There you go. Good one. New York and Brooklyn. Fuck your life. Um, one of the most successful clubs in ACHA. It's fantastic. I like that. I got professional headshots and everything. My God. How do you like that? I mean, I can do professional headshots. Sure you can. So can Jacob Truba, but we're not going to let him do it. Oh, you know what the interesting part about both of the hits that Truba has laid people out on this week? They're not that bad of hits. No, no, they're not. That no, bad. like and I know we talked about the the one hit last week, like on how he basically takes two strides and hits somebody in the chest. Yeah. But like, is he just taller than everybody? Like, I don't get it. Like. I mean, he's on my fantasy team, and he is destroying it with penalty minutes and hits currently. <laughs> but, um, but my God, like, I I saw two hits that were decently clean. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what else he would have done unless you're asking him not to hit somebody. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, they, they just connect wrong. Like, it's not... Uh, not, not connecting not- for it. Huh? Not connecting for. No, 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 no. Sneaky, sis. Um, yeah, no, they're not terrible hits. They're just, but of course, you know, it, it spurns everything because no one's used to hitting anymore. It's not like, uh, you know, it's not like the slew foots of uh, PK Subban. <laughs> the slew foots. Yeah. Yeah. That's the new normal. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Everyone, everyone's all, they're desensitized to the slew foot. But a hit? Mm. I mean, I don't even like the Rangers, and I think their hits are kind of eh. good hits. Clean, crisp. So fresh and so clean, clean. Agreed. John Cooper, fastest to 400 wins as a coach in only 659 games. Nice. Shout out to him on that one. M.A. Flurry gets his 500th win. Only one of three goaltenders to do so. Uh, obviously, the question begins: Hall of Fame? Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, I don't I don't think that the, that's actually a question with Flurry. No, you're right. Well, everyone ever there's a lot of people who say Chris Osgood. Um he's just Chris Osgood, but prettier. Okay, I can see that. Had a great Ex- team in front of him. Had a great team in front of him. Except he's done it on multiple teams now. Yeah. Exactly. Well, not so much the Blackhawks. That's been a that yet. Yeah, it's been a kind of a it's been a rough start. It's been a rough. It's been a rough go. It's been a rough. But go. what happens when he gets traded to the Edmonton Oilers and they win the Stanley Cup this year? Right. That's gonna be weird. Like be anything. <laughs> oh boy. Um. But yeah, Hall of Famer when it's all said and done. Yeah. And we were there. We were there. When it all started. It's all his uh, his girlfriend. In the pink hat. Exactly. He had to go to her. We couldn't. Pink couldn't cowboy hat. Couldn't talk to him. So. Good talk. Good not talk. Yeah. So there we go. Um, what else? Oh, hey, j- speaking of that, Jim Rutherford, named interim GM of the Vancouver Canucks. Smart. Let's go. Get an old guy. Just get him back in there. Just Let's go. Him. Why not? Let's go, baby. He, he's already vaccinated. <laughs> he's ready to go. He's got it. Like, go. I feel like the, I feel like the, um, the, uh, expectations for many of the uh, like upper management executives in hockey, are currently like Montreal is like you have to you have to speak French and you have to speak English and you have to do both well. And everybody else in the league is like, eh, can you travel? And you're vaccinated? Yeah, come on, they got you. You're in. I guess so. <laughs> are you allowed in Canada? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Come on, you're cool. fine. You're going to be living here for a bit. I wonder if like President P. Hops and general managers actually have to live there. They can not just be just remote, just remote. <laughs> they do like Zoom calls every day from their house in Florida. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, man. Um, oh, Bill, Bill Guerin named the Team USA general manager for the Olympics. Nice. That is a job he will be doing remotely because I'll be goddamned if he's probably going over over there. Um, and they already said they have a contingency plans if NHLers aren't going, so they're going to pull from possibly college, possibly European pros, well, most definitely European pro leagues, and maybe some minor leagues. So who's to say? But though minor leagues are fucking getting hit hard in a big way with the COVID too. Yeah, like we'll probably talk to uh, to Lyle some about this, right? But yeah, yeah. Like the NHL can't be going to the Olympics at this fuck, point. They better not, dude. You can't at this point. Why the fuck would you? Like, like there has to be too you? much risk involved with it. I would actually still be surprised, and I know that we're like two months out from the Olympics. I would be surprised if the Olympics go off in February. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Although they probably will, you know. China will probably be like, yeah, no, we're doing them. If you can't come, that's your fault. We win the Olympics. We. <laughs> so. Interesting story here. I'm looking at uh, Marissa and Jemmy of the Seattle Times spoke to an infectious disease expert about why the reason there is a big outbreak despite high vaccination. Um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, breakthrough cases are happening all over the place. It's not unique. It's, it's, that's not a non-unique phenomenon to hockey. There are some other things that may be unique to hockey. Janet Baseman, Associate Dean for Public Health Practices at the University of Washington, said. Uh, breakthrough cases are happening in every environment. We know 
all along that the vaccines are not perfect at preventing infection. So people are testing positive, even though they are fully vaccinated. The thing that the vaccines are really incredible is at keeping people out of the hospital and keeping people from dying, which, yes, that's the same thing with the flu. Um, and then associate professor of etymology at Yale University, Crystal Pollitt. Uh, ice rings are really interesting when it comes to ventilation and airflow. We assume that just because there are these really big indoor spaces with a lot of cool air and being blown through, it must be really good at ventilation and air exchange, but that's not the case when you have these microclimate effects within rink or areas. Because you have this cooling that happens on the ice and then the barricades around the ice and you have this inversion to air becoming stagnant and effectively creating a box over the ice rink. That makes a lot more sense, actually. That's why so. COVID doesn't exist on ice. So essentially it's bubble hockey. Right. You're playing bubble hockey. So like the the opposite side of this argument, right, though, is if everybody is vaccinated in the NHL, which everybody except one person, right, at this point says that they're vaccinated within the NHL. Does it matter that all these teams have positive cases? Like who are they? Who are they saving in that situation? Fans? Mm. Because if if at worst a guy's gonna get sick and with like flu like symptoms, mm -hmm. right? Like he sits out a couple of days and teams games aren't postponed or anything. So like, what is the my real question is what is like the big issue still in sports if well, everybody's vaccinated? That that's an interesting that's an interesting point. Um, I'm trying right? to because even in that article that you just brought up, it was basically like, yeah, this happens all the time. Like people that have vaccines for things can still get sick. They're just not going to go into the hospital or be like really, really sick. Uh, well, Rachel Donary, who used to be with the New Jersey Devils, and now does stuff for um, Hockey News and uh, Daily Faceoff. Um, she had a thing out there yesterday. Uh, where was it? Man, there's a lot of tweets. Um, where she said, like, if if everyone's vaccinated, then why not let here it is um, let vaccinated COVID players play as long as they're asymptomatic and vaccinated or shut it down for two weeks and give everyone a chance to start over. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't understand. Like, that's a good point. Like if they're asymptomatic. And everyone's vaccinated. Mm, you know, mm. kind of like I. That's the gray area, right? In like yeah. how this all works. But like maybe the question is that there are going to be fans that are not vaccinated. But at this point, most every arena in the NHL wants their fans to be back vaccinated as well before they're coming into the arena. So like we quite literally are putting together a, a, how is OK, so this is going to be my this is going to be probably my last statement on this because hopefully Lyle shows up at some point soon. Um, how is a hockey game with people that are 100% vaccinated except for I Top don't even yeah yeah, yeah. Um, how is a hockey game where everybody is vaccinated different than the concert that I just went to where everybody was vaccinated you're right or concerts anywhere for that matter right like we had Two or three big concerts right in a row because it was um, Luke Combs and then it was uh, Eric Church right after him. And like that was like within two weeks of Eric each other. Church was who I went to see. Yeah. And then we didn't have that big of a boom that I right. know. Right. 
So and that's 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 what's weird right now to me is like you wanted everybody to be vaccinated. Cool. Everybody that plays hockey or a sport in general really is vaccinated. I'm just gonna stick to hockey though, because I don't want to even stick touch to sports, sir. I don't even want to touch football at this point because you know, eh, people could or could not be vaccinated. Um, but if that's the case, in capital letters, IF probably. Why does it matter that people are positive or testing positive for COVID? Like, why is it postponing games? Why is it keeping people out of playing? Like. If they feel like shit, then they're not going to play. Right. Right. Like, okay, cool. Like it's, I, I don't see it at this point as anything different than the flu, I guess is where I'm going. Like if somebody got the flu during this, during hockey season, they'd be like, well, they're out They're day to day with the flu. Well, they'll be back later in the week. Look at the mumps. True. That shut down teams too. And they had the enhanced protocols and stuff like that. Before we go into (laughs) and you've also all had and you've also had a vaccination for bumps for the past hundred fifty years. Well, some people have. (laughs) I want to say this at least for me. I'm not going to speak for Johnny. I'm fine with people getting the vax. I assume Johnny is too. He's got three shots. Yeah, yeah. So it's just it it does seem like a weird thing now where we're just stopping everything when everyone's supposedly vaccinated. I agree. So well, so. And part of it, and I I hope this doesn't come off as political in any way, shape, or form, because I don't mean it to be, but part of it comes down to the fact of if the people who got vaccinations and boosters and, you know, work in hospitals uh, can't actually live their own lives, then what was worth the doing of all of it? True. Truth. I don't know. Maybe I, I, I've been told that I add logic into situations where logic should not be added. So speaking of which, um, that's why I won't get hockey writing jobs, because apparently I didn't realize <laughs> that Alex Ovechkin had such an advantage because he had 22 overtime goals more than Gretzky. Huge advantage. Fucking Huge. this fucking bullshit. Fucking I mean, if only they played three on three. Oh, Wait, what? Damn it. What? What? Oh, I'm sorry. Somebody's telling me that goalie pads got bigger at some point. Are you sure? Really? Yeah. I'm being told that the, the 80s had uh, 80s and 90s had much smaller goalie pads. It's That's weird. Breaking news, man. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, let's be honest in this one. When when you look at it, um, also you have to look at the fact that uh, overtime was such a bigger thing back it then. It was. And, Huge. Um, Huge thing. thing. And then Gretzky, because he didn't play for a dynasty team, uh, always got to overtime. What's that? <laughs> didn't get to overtimes. Scored five goals in a game once, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Right. Had ninety-two goals in a season. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, I fucking hate that. You know what? It's you know what's a good thing. The score became SN three sixty, and then it's possibly getting bought up by Barstool. That's just a goddamn shit piece of place. Al Richardson joins us. Hi, Lyle. How are you? <laughs> I agree, Scotty. That was a. Sh- Shit story. <laughs> fucking article that was. Oh, uh, I mean, I don't know the writer or anything like that, so I don't want to be smirch him or anything like that. But I, I don't know if he came up with that topic on his own. Shame on him. I'm willing to give him give give him or her an out by by saying maybe that was something that got pitched because it's happened to me. You get a, you get a topic pitched to you by your editor, and you're just like, 
Um, mm, uh, but you, you know, you kind of know that you, you, you really can't say no. <laughs> you're in no position to say no. So you're like, okay, fine. I'll stick my head through the, uh, the noose and see how high up I get strung. Um, <laughs> but I mean it, yeah, it, it was, it was ridiculous that, I mean, yeah, no, yeah. Ovi only missed what he missed one full season from Malaco because he, he was drafted in 04. Correct. And had there yes. not been a lockout that year, he definitely would have made his NHL debut that season. So now, would he have scored as much as he did in, in that season? Maybe not. I'm sure Maybe he not. would have. The team was just as shit. It, oh, he would have scored. I think he I think he <laughs> would have been good for 25, 30 goals, 70, 80 points. Because remember, he would have been a fresh-faced 18 going on 19 then, I believe. I uh, 19 because he's got that late birthday. Yeah. yeah, but he also had that, but he still benefited by having that extra year playing in the KHL. Okay. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure I, he did. But what I was saying was that nobody else on the Capitals were going to score that year, so somebody true. had to. Yeah, they were pretty they were pretty cruddy. But he also <laughs> missed a half season to a lockout as well, you know, and two, se- and two seasons COVID. cut short by COVID-19. So, you know, to sit there and say, oh, he's benefited because of overtime goals. Get the fuck out of here. I did appreciate the uh, I think it was a tweet that you liked or retweeted where somebody was like, if Gretzky holds on to this record, we can attribute that to the fact that goaltending was created in 2015 or 2005. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that other little thing, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Goaltending was uh, kind of better. In the OV era than it was during the Gretzky era. Though, though to be fair to Gretzky, uh, he he just he he was on such a different level the way he played the game that he just totally exposed uh, you know, just how we goaltending had become. Goaltending wasn't too bad in the '70s, but if you watch games from the '70s, then there's no like real real emphasis on positional play. That and you know. Only, I think, two goalies in that era played the butterfly style. One of them, of course, Tony Esposito, the late, great Tony O. Uh, but then you go into the 80s, and and even then, goaltending was just flail, flail, flail. Um, and it, But also, equipment was also a lot smaller than it, too, as well. So let's not forget that. It's not just goaltending ability that improved. Goaltending equipment improved. Um, you know, so, yeah, just... Nah, <laughs> come on, man. No, you can't. Don't be sitting there trying to besmirch. That's almost like somebody's like a, a real Gretzky, Gretzky fanboy going, how how can we come up with a way to belittle Ovechkin's goal scoring prowess so he won't break this 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 record? Or if we do, we can we can disparage it and, and maybe maybe convince people to put an asterisk beside right. it like they did with Roger Maris's home run record. And, uh, yeah. I want to I want to. Um... I want to read some of the. It's a new, all maybe one-off bit. Oh, you read it? Quote, quote, treat that ratio. Nice. So, um, <laughs> I'm going to read some of the good quote treats from this story. Mm. It was a super ratioed because it was a bad take. Oh. Um, uh, Ovi has 22 more OT goals. Gretzky has 14 more empty netters. There, end of discussion. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. There you go. Um, by all these accomplishments, someone. So I can't remember the other one. Uh, I think it says uh, the goaltenders. Uh, yeah, Gretzky played an era where goaltenders chain smoke between in intermissions. Um, that was a good one. Uh, yes, yeah, from Mike Stevens of uh, of uh, the hockey news. 
If Gretzky stays ahead of Ovi, credit his massive advantage to facing goalies who chain smoke between periods and used the weight uh, used weighted blankets strapped to their shins as pads. <laughs> uh, another guy says kind of the same thing. If Gretzky stays ahead of Ovechkin, credit goalies who are basically janitors dressed in heavy potato sacks. <laughs> okay, that's a little harsh. Ah, that's, that's that was a harsh. harsh. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna. Call BS on that one. Yeah, that, that, that's a little unduly. Un- I mean, it's funny, but it's a little harsh. <laughs> yeah, that's it. The five-minute period at the end of the game is making the difference. Nice try, dipshit. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. If all well, of the so You know, that's what it was. Now, <clears throat> that, I, now, now that I, I just put all the pieces together, is what Batman did was to try to give Ovechkin an advantage to break Gretzky's record by making overtime more European. I went, I, w- I was thinking a completely different route. I thought Johnny was going to say, I figured it out. Uh, Batman created COVID to fuck with uh, Ovechkin. <laughs> it's all up no, to that's all. if Gretzky holds on. Batman created COVID. That's true. Uh, but Canada's but he, Canada. he decided to give uh, Ovi more space in overtime, like adding an additional 15 feet of ice yeah. space. Yeah. yeah. By making it three on three, therefore making it blatantly unfair. Um, <laughs> Someone. But, but, now, listen, I, I don't fault the, the, the guys. Just, you know, I pull it up, pull it up here again. So I'm not, you know, Nick, Nick I Ferris. No, I, I, I don't fault the guy for saying that. Okay, yeah, uh, Ovi scored a lot more overtime goals and blah, blah, blah. I mean, you can throw that out there. That's a um, stat. Yes, but you can always int- use stats out of context to prove yeah, whatever point you want. True. Yeah, it's an interesting stat, but yeah, you, you really get to sit down and, and try and make it sound like he's gotten an unfair advantage in that he scores, uh, you know, more overtime goals. Here it is, career regular season overtime goals. 24. Yeah. Oh. Whoop de fucking do. You know, if it, if it was career regular season overtime goals, uh, 220. Well, maybe you could maybe it's, make that case. But this isn't the frozen four. Lyle. Come on, man. <laughs> Jesus. All right. All right. Some more, some more good ones. Love Gretzky, but Ovechkin never had the luxury of playing against goalies named Gordy Gump Gumbleson, who worked at the local <laughs> hardware store on their off days. <laughs> Uh, one guy goes, I would actually credit o- uh, Ovi's insane health and goal-, goal scoring consistency. That's true. Oh, uh, that's logic. Uh, I got one here from uh, a username. The, the, uh, the, the display name is Tom Wilson Sexy Era. Um, and then the quote tweet was, have you thought that maybe it's because Ovi's dick is bigger, not OT goals? That's <laughs> fair. See, fair. Now, that's a stat the NHL doesn't keep. Exactly. Yet. I, there's a lot of did Don Cherry write this? Um, <laughs> it might have been John Tortorella. Yeah, could have been. Oh, oh. we'll get to him in a no, second. No, John. John only likes trick goals. Oh, wait a minute. He wasn't a big fan of uh, Ovi uh, warming his hands on his nope. flaming stick. Well, that time. happened against. Well, his he team, was also he was also the coach of the Tampa Bay Lightning at the time, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Was wasn't a big fan of the old, uh, you know. It's like, uh, yeah, so, Ovi bringing a bit of fun to the game, you know. And of course, he was young and had fun. He wouldn't. He doesn't. Well, so, so I'm glad that Tortorella stuck with his stick. True. <laughs> He's consistent, if nothing else. Yeah. Uh, one somebody quoted fake quoted said Ovechkin scored more goals in overtime because he's a pure pure goal scorer. Therefore, he should be discredited because of it. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, that's that's it. Uh, here's the thing, but I mean, you know, how can you not be excited about the possibility of one of Gretzky's records that was once considered insurmountable, once considered unbreakable on the verge of falling? Because we talked about this before, you know, nobody's going to catch his career assists record. Nobody's going to catch his total points record, not unless over the next 50 to 100 years, there's a radical change to the game again where it goes like, swings totally towards the offense. Or again. they're not playing with goalies. Yeah, exactly. Or the nets become like soccer nets, you know. And, and, Which and it could happen. Is, is, is Zorro. <laughs> little little, little yeah. Ted Lasso shout out there. Yeah. He made enough saves. He made more saves than a Baptist preacher. Made more saves than a Baptist preacher. Give it up to Zorro. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say, as an aside, did you quickly, see the uh, Merry Christmas short on Twitter today? No, I had not. Uh, no, you're gonna have to check my Twitter. I retweeted it. Okay, I haven't had a chance to. Just, just as a quick aside, though, regarding uh, 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 Zorro, uh, they gotta teach. They gotta teach the actor who plays him how to how to be a, how to play a better goal, play better goal, because his saves. Oh my God, they're terrible. They're friggin' terrible. A ten-year-old soccer goalie could do a better job. Like, you know, it's like, kick the ball right at him, <laughs> you know, but anyway, but I mean, seriously, man, like we, we were looking at a player who has a chance to make history in the modern era to, and, and it's so much fun. You can see the excitement. I mean, yes. Okay. He's, he's at 750 goals. He's 144 goals short still. He still has a long way to go. He really does. But God damn, he's got a chance, a real chance. And people are getting excited about it, you know? I mean, he's I mean, the he's first person that's had a real chance. If you me? really look at it, he's the first person that's had a real chance to break. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yager scored like later in his career, but he definitely did not have the, that. That's also a what if like what if he. Oh, didn't my God. Yeah, if he hadn't spent those three years uh, in, in the avant-garde, Omsk, you know. He's if he had spent Steve from, Steve from Avangard, you know. Yeah, like, Steve from Avangard. Hey, Steve. And, you know, and listen, the hey, reason Steve. why I did it was because he needed the money. <laughs> you know? He needed the money. Oh. Because of course, I mean, those 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 gambling debts aren't going to pay themselves, are they? Jack you know? and Jill went up the hill. Oh. <laughs> Andrew, not punchline dice clay. The 1990s called. They want their bad punchlines back. <laughs> Scotty set up dice clay. Oof. <laughs> Little boy blue. Oh! <laughs> that, didn't didn't Living Color do a sketch where the, where the character was Andrew Nice Clay, and all he did was just cite normal nursery rhymes? <laughs> I seem to recall Jim that. Harry like, gets yeah, thrown in there. Andrew Nice Clay. <laughs> anyway, uh, um, we'll, we'll end it out on this one, Lyle. Before okay. We, uh, and this is probably the best one uh, from Santa Bruski is the display name. Uh, his quote treat. Um, Fuck you, loser. All right. Well, there we go. We'll <laughs> <laughs> tweet the ratio. The point. There you go. We'll tweet the ratio. Hitting the nation. Bad hockey. Oh, my. oh by uh, the way, just, just so we all know, speak, speaking of uh, Obi and Yager, uh, Obi's only uh, 16 goals behind Yager now. Yeah. So he, if he, you know, barring the unforeseen, fuck off, COVID. I'll say, uh, hey. he'll break that. He'll he'll pass. He'll pass Yager next month. He'll pass <laughs> Yager next month. It won't be that painful either. 
He'll be fourteen. He'll be uh, fourteen by the end of tonight, guaranteed two goal night. Pulled, there you go. Pulled, yeah, Scotty Gotti was, is 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 that put a big that, lock, Scotty? Put that on the board. That is a that is a moderate lock. Okay, there we go. Moderate if lock. Hold it up to the hold it close to the camera. That's a big it's, lock. That's a big lock, but moderate lock. <laughs> that's a travel lock, baby. There you go. Uh, just seeing this one. Um, John Giles going to Saint, uh, to New Jersey. Yep. For future consideration, paid for. In other words, here you go. <laughs> yeah, this kid, well, a kid coming out of Providence who was supposed to be big shit for Calgary and just didn't mm. didn't uh, didn't seem to come out as uh, as they thought he would. Yeah, I remember a few years ago we were talking about him and he was. Uh... Yeah, supposed to be the uh, the big thing there for the Flames, and uh, I think he also got the the um, that hip injury. He had the, yeah, I think you're right on that one. Speaking so, of hip injuries, that that's he he's going there to replace a goalie whose career looks like it's it could be over because yeah. yeah, Jonathan Bernier, man, can I just say that's a that's a guy I think a goalie I think they I think deserve better. It just he got you know especially when he was in Toronto he got. Put into a really bad situation there. He was expected to be the the savior when the team in front of him was just absolute garbage, and he got run out of town on a rail. His his confidence got just got shattered. But then I believe he went to L.A. and managed to to get it back. And but then he goes to Detroit and plays three years for another garbage team for a while. And yeah, man, uh, if if his career is over, this you know does wind up you know sidelining him i mean man i just sit down and think what could have been because early as it looked back early in his career bernier he had you know he had the opportunity he could have been he could have been somebody could have been a contender uh-huh. yeah 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 i just i do i always i've always I, I, he probably doesn't want my pity or need but i've always felt a little sorry for jonathan bernier i mean he came, he came from that goalie farm in la <laughs> Yep. Mm. Started started there in the O2 Arena at that British game at 18 years old. Had a great show in that weekend. And yeah, yeah. Yep. Then he wound up with the Leafs, and they totally ruined him. Series on that. Yeah, what a surprise Weird. there. How's Freddie Anderson doing nowadays? Oh, pretty good, I see. Since he went to Carolina, oh, that's Not okay. Really. I was thought you were gonna say COVID protocol. Oh no, no, I, <laughs> no, that's his teammates. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, that's terrible. Are we going to talk about that, or have you talked about that already? About what? The COVID stuff? The whole COVID stuff already. Yeah, we talked a little bit about it. We want to talk to you about the... They can't go to the Olympics, right? Like <laughs> oh, can't, God. I can't like see that can't, happening now. can't fucking... Like, come on. Well, I'll put it to you, I'll put it to you this way. They're, they're, not at the, they're not at the stage yet of, of uh, opting out. That's not until January 10th, so there's about three and a half more weeks to go. Until they reach that uh, opt-out period, and Bettman says, "Well, I'm going to leave it up to the players to to decide." Um, but a couple of things on there. First of all, in, in terms of the NHL schedule, the league made it very clear. Yeah, they're going to leave it up to the players, unless you know uh, COVID winds up in it creating so many postponements that it ends up just creating total havoc to the schedule to the point where they risk not being able to finish the schedule on time. Uh, Because one thing I just want to say right off the bat very quickly here, because I know that there are, because I've seen it on Twitter and I've heard some people go, oh my God, here we go again. We're going to see another lockdown. We're going to lose half the season's going to get shut down, blah, blah, blah. We're not at that point. This is completely different from where we were 
18 months ago. You know, all but one player is double vaccinated. Every one of the players who who has contracted COVID thus far this season, they've had at worst mild symptoms. I mean, Rod Brindamore uh, was asked yesterday about his players, that, you know, and he said, "Listen, these guys, they're basically they're not sick. They've contracted. Yes, they've contracted COVID, but they're they're asymptomatic. They feel fine. They have no problem. Blah blah blah. The only one who felt a bit off was Sebastian Ajo, right? But mild symptoms okay and um he's saying you know they, they're asymptomatic most of those guys are asymptomatic they're fine but because of league rules they have to go you know into uh you know into uh their mandatory seven to ten day quarantine until such time as they get the the multiple tests um but that you're not seeing a player hospitalized you're not seeing any players near death or anything like that right and i'm not I'm, and don't get me wrong i'm not downplaying the severity of it for god's sake no but i mean it it just goes to show that it, yes okay if you're double vaccinated yes you could still get covid but you're not going to end up dying as a result of it unless your system's already been autoimmune compromised or whatever it's called you know the medical term scotty i don't but anyway, no, I just I'm okay. <laughs> but no, but seriously, um, so we're not at that situation. What we're looking at right now is because they have to basically the players test positive, they have to immediately go, you know, into self, you know, self isolation, be quarantined away from the team. That's affecting the rosters of certain teams, and as we're seeing now, it's a growing number of rosters. So I mean, if if at some point they have to shut the season down it would be more like a two-week sort of circuit breaker and not okay we're shutting down indefinitely it'd be okay let's stop for two weeks let's get everybody to kind of rein this in again and then we'll come back with enhanced protocols we already know they're going to be introducing advanced protocols or enhanced protocols that's that's already been uh, announced that they're going to be going back to that um but they do not want to shut the season down okay and if it looks like we're going to see more teams <clears throat> having games postponed, that it's going to end up causing problems with the schedule where, again, mm -hmm. uh, either the schedule would end up being compressed, which no, nobody wants that. The players definitely because, man, some of those guys are just beat to hell last year when they they wound up having to have compressed schedules as a result of, of, of the COVID uh, postponements. But what you can do, of course, is you go. Hey, there's a whole block there in February sitting right there where we can make these games up at a normal period of time and finish our schedule on time. And I think if it comes to that, because that's already part of the agreement between the NHL and the NHLPA, if it looks like this is going to just throw the schedule off the rails, yeah. the league can say, OK, no, no, we're shutting her down. For now, they're not at that stage. The players still want to go, but there are but based on the rules that we're hearing for quarantine in China, if you wind up testing positive there, three to five weeks of quarantine, um, you're already starting to hear some players go, hmm, you know, I'm not so sure about that. I mean, they haven't said, it's not a hard no for many of them yet. The only player who's opted out so far is Robin Leonard, and he did that for completely separate reasons. Uh -huh. They had nothing to do with COVID. Um, but... Yeah, you've seen guys like John Tavares and Connor McDavid and today uh, Eric Carlson go, mm, yeah, I'm not so sure I'd want to, you know, be a part of that. 
Um, they're still seeking some clarification on that in terms of, you know, for the Olympic athletes, because they're all going to be isolated in the Olympic Village, right? Um, and they're all going to be on their own flights in and their own flights out. Um, I think they might be looking at saying, okay, look, can we make that a seven day quarantine or, you know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. whatever, a shortened one, um, so that they don't end up. But if, if that ends up being no hard and fast, China is refusing to capitulate on that three to five weeks or nothing. Uh, you could start to see some players say uh, by January 10th, go, no, I'm not going to chance that. Especially the ones who were in the bubble, the playoff bubble, a year ago, a year and a half ago. Because, yes, they stayed in five-tier luxury hotels and all they had all this stuff catered to them and everything to, you know, distractions. They hated it. They absolutely fucking hated it. Because, of course, you were limited where you could go, what you could do. It's a very it wound up being a very boring existence. And worst of all, for those with families, it was it was terrible. Now, it's like I said, you know, back when I first heard that story, my first instinct as ex-military was go was to go, oh, boo, hoo, hoo, you big babies, yada, yada. But it's like, no, Lyle, you were trained for that sort of thing to yeah. be away from your families for a long time. These guys weren't. And this is really miserable for them. So. They don't want to go through that again. In their younger days, they were conditioned you had to be away from your families, but not yeah, your but actual, nothing like, like that though. Nothing like when you're yeah, your family being mom and dad. Let's be honest. Yeah. When you're 18, you want to get as far away from mom and dad as you can, right? You know, I, this but, economy. <laughs> no, okay, I'm talking back in the day. Yeah, you're right. Now I do think that the uh, but, I do yeah. think that the five week, and I mean like. I, I realize that the COVID tests are like accurate at all, but like if if you aren't sick and you are asymptomatic and you test positive for COVID and you have to stay in China for five weeks, mm-hmm. that's a massive risk. Oh God, yeah. And who knows what kind of diplomatic shenanigans could get involved in that too. Right. Yeah, it's weird that you have to actually think about that, but Mm. you do have to think about that. You have to think about that when you look at what the Chinese government have have a a kind of a a reputation for doing with. uh, Oh, this person was caught for spying or it could be, oh, no, he wound up getting sick again. He's going to have to stay here another two to three weeks or whatever. Any excuse to to look at. You know, retaliation money for something. Bribes. Let's say they get pissed off at Canada again because of, you know, if, if because we actually stood by the rule of Have law and yeah. they decide, oh, hey, Sidney Crosby, uh, no, or Connor McDavid, no, he's going to stay here for a while as our guest. Uh, yeah, no, I, 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 you know, I, no. Hold on. I just don't see how the NHL is going to the Olympics right now. The NHL doesn't want to go. It's the players who want to go. The league does not want any part of this. But what I said earlier to Scotty was that I actually don't see how the Olympics go off right now. Oh, I know. Like as a whole, I don't see how it occurs. It's it's well, because it's all because it's the IOC. It's money. They got to make they got they got to make their coin. And that's the only reason why. But. Yeah, I'm still I, pushing for my uh, for my bet last that uh, for my bet in the beginning of the year where we win nothing that uh, the Olympics are going to be next February. So, yeah. 
Mm, you know, that's what I'm yeah, I would say that would probably be that would be the smart thing would be to postpone it a year. But the only reason why the Tokyo Olympics got postponed by years because there were no there was no, you know, there was no uh, vaccines. So they, they, you know, now it's like, yes, but we all have vaccines. It's like, yes, but you also have very draconian uh, uh, quarantine rules. And, you know, most athletes are going to go, uh, no, nah, <laughs> I don't want to spend the, any, any longer uh, in the Olympic Village in China than I have to. Okay. Listen, we all know there's a problem. We all know that the diplomatic such and such. But think of the publicity. Think of the push, the rub the NHL could get if Connor McDavid held hostage in China because he showed symptoms. That's not the kind NHL of publicity. Think oh. that NHL wants that fucking money, baby. They want that attention. Get that ESPN Plus. There's no money to be made from that. Wait, is this is this a new Jason Bourne movie where he goes oh, into China yeah. and gets Connor no, McDavid? But out? It's just it's just Bourne. It's Justin Bourne, and he's Justin Bourne. We can send him. Yeah, he's related. <laughs> Justin Bourne identity. Yes. Um, he goes yeah. into China. He knows who he is, but he's trying to break Connor McDavid out of China. Oh, fuck <laughs> yeah. I will watch that in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. Now that would make money. It um, would be a miserable. The mission would be a miserable failure, but the film of it would be sure fantastic. Enough. And there would be zero emotion when Connor McDavid is saved. But, you know, who cares? <laughs> oh, hey. Oh, Justin. thank God you're here. <laughs> happening. Oh, we get out of here. All right. Oh, okay. uh, all right. Take two. You we know, need you to show emotion this time. No, you know, oh, I gotta, you know, I got a heated you driveway. You made it. Thanks. I got a, I got a heated driveway. You can't. Uh, I don't have to. <laughs> uh, uh. By the way, I'm just gonna throw this out here. I don't know who listens to the show. Who cares? A heated driveway is fucking amazing. And it's kind of amazing. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I and it's I, a, it I, is dead I smart. I know people in town here who have them. They are amazing. No shoveling, baby. Dead smart. Here's a, here's a follow-up, though. Key at driveway, sure. How many bidets in the house? Three. Hey, you have to have at least three if you have a heated driveway. At least three. And they're, otherwise, and they're, you, otherwise, you've just alone. been wasting your money. You're just, you're just, all that money's just for show. What if, what if you heat the driveway? Uh-huh. Okay. And then collect the rainwater to right. use in the bidet. Okay. Now, now we're just, now we're just being hippies. At this point, sorry, I, I, that's my bad. I went, I went too far. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Why don't you go hug a spotted owl, you hippie? <laughs> what the fuck is this bullshit, man? I, I, God, pictures of spotted owls would be fantastic, though. Those things are yeah, amazing. They would be actually, yeah. Yeah. Sick. They would be. Yeah. You, hey. you, you, you. Listen, when you, you know, you, you've got a, a bright future as, as a, as a naturalist photographer there, uh, Johnny. When, when you finally pack in the hockey photography stuff, baby. I know. I know. I know. I love serious. Love your bird, but your bird pictures, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got a, he got a moon lens this week, Lyle. I did get a moon lens, Lyle. I got a 500 millimeter lens. Oh. That I can use a, a the doubler ball on and make a uh, it make it into a full thousand millimeter lens, which oh. for you kids at home that don't understand math, that's a full meter. Yes. <laughs> um. So yeah. So the next set of moon pictures might be way more crisp than the ones I am that looking I forward to. Okay, you had some good ones up there before, but I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to seeing those. Yeah. So the picture that I took of an Egyptian plane that was flying into BWI, which I may or may not be able to take pictures of military planes flying into BWI, but eh. um, 
<laughs> I took a picture of it. I don't yeah. have to crop the picture. Wow. That's how close it is. Wow. That I crop I cropped it to 16 by 9 and it's still 18 megabytes. <laughs> Which means I could quite literally blow it up to a poster size that I could hang from my roof and it would still be it would still be in full detail. Here's one question I have about that. Was the were the uh, wings of the Egyptian airline like this? <laughs> fly no, like you only walk Egyptian. that way. You don't fly that way. How do you fly? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question actually. I mean, I thought we had a tag. Apparently not. We had to, we had to abort. Abort. Abort this mission. Abort. Here you go. I'm sending you the picture, Scotty. Okay. Ah. Yeah. 17.8 megabyte picture, which is absolutely insane to me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's fancy. Okay, so so Scotty just put that up to his camera, and you can still see the detail in it. That is that is impressive. Yeah, that's, that's crazy impressive. to me, like insane. Uh, so I'm super like I'm really hoping that the Blue Angels like fly by at some point. So Ooh. the Blue Angels are always in Annapolis uh, during <laughs> commencement for the Naval Academy. It's in May. Right. Um, and I can just drive down to Annapolis and take pictures of the Blue Angels. There you go. And now I have a I can quite literally get a picture of a pilot in a Blue Angel at this point with this lens. Where <laughs> <laughs> he's flying man. <laughs> yeah, because this is what I'll get as he's flying, like upside down. He'll be like, "Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be awesome." I can't wait. <laughs> uh, speaking of a guy who's uh, used to giving middle fingers, Bruce Boudreau, everybody. Hey, uh, Bruce, there it is. Yeah, uh, God, we, we fucking talk about how uh, how uh, garbage it is recycling coaches, but man, he was the right choice for this gig, wouldn't he? He's, oh. he's always, but we talked about that before. He always has had that reputation of being able to come in and turn things around just like that. Now, again, I know that, yes, first five games, sure, that's great, but we got a long season to go and a lot can happen. And this could just be like a, just a, a brief bounce before they come crashing back down to reality. But I got to say, though, the, the Canucks are playing a hell of a lot better though under him this isn't like oh uh thatcher demko is is stealing games for them no he's been very sharp he's been or good. you know they played a couple of you know crappy teams along the way and this is all phony or whatever it's like no they actually look they actually look like they're enjoying the game again you know that and and that they're not they're not they're not i know they're just not playing tense they look relaxed they look like they're just out there having fun again you know and even if they don't make the playoffs this year, I mean, they still got a long way to go to get back to get back into it. But even if they don't, I mean, just this improvement that we've seen, if that they keep up with that, that's going to bode well going into next season under Bujo. So yeah. weird question, though. Like, in the middle of an NHL season, mm -hmm. how much practice time does a new coach in this situation actually have? Like, does he come in and basically be like, all right, here's vaguely what I want you to do. Just go play hockey. And or does he come in and is like, I want you to be here. I want you to be here. I want you to be here. Blah, 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 blah. Like, because I feel like with Boudreaux, he's more of the like, here's a vague concept of how I want to play the game. You just guys go play. And everybody's like, 
fuck yeah, let's go. Like, this is the way I wanted to play hockey for years. And that's why everything changes like that, right? Like, is that he comes in and he's like, you guys are here for a reason. You're mm. really good hockey players. Mm-hmm. I want you to be a really good hockey player. But I kind of want you to play a little bit like this. But when we have some time where I can actually tell you what my actual real philosophy is, we're going to play that way. But right now, just go fucking play. Yeah, I think it is a lot more straightforward in terms of the way Brujo does it. Because if you look at, uh, like, the final weeks there uh, with with, uh, Travis Green was, uh, was still the coach. And at one point, like there was a big deal was made of fact, JT Miller during a practice in the middle of practice has got frustrated and banged a stick on the ice and yelled out, we don't know what the fuck we're doing, mm-hmm. you know, and it may have just been that it would just had some coaches can be really like detail, a real detail guy. They, they write down to every little thing and some can be sort of like, yeah, I mean, they're not like, oh, yeah, I just go out and do. But yeah, they can they tend to be more. uh psychologists i guess that they can kind of stroke the egos properly or they know how to bring guys up and things like that i mean one of the interesting things that i heard about uh, like with daryl sutter for example i mean he has that reputation for you know kind of being like you know all his teams they play that certain way they're you know emphasis on defense and everybody plays as a unit and it's a uh you know a a, a, a high-paced uh, you know energetic style you know, hardworking guys, you know, get rewarded. But one of the interesting things that I read about just recently was saying that how, like, you could you could be, you could have lost, like, a, a, a close game or something like that. And, you know, he would be like, relax, guys. What are you worried about? You know, you played your best. It's okay. Or they could turn around and they might, like, win a close game against a team that they should have easily beaten and he'd be pissed off about it. You know, like it was that sort of thing. Like they would come in, like they'd be sitting here thinking, oh, God, we really shit the bed tonight. He's just going to rip a strip off us. And he'd come in and go, guys, it's OK. It's just it's just one game. It's a bad game. Shrug it off. We'll get the next one. Relax. Right. And I think that's kind of what it is, he, is that, yeah, Sutter could be a hard ass when you needed to be, to be a hard ass. But he could also kind of read the room and kind of figure out. Yeah, okay, these guys are all kind of uh, cringing that they're going to get, I'm going to kick their ass. And I think this is a time, yeah, you kind of lay off the whip here, you know, and just say, hey, you know, it's okay, guys. Get them, you know, play better the next game, right? And you go, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because they're already feeling bad enough, too. Like, if you had a really bad game, everybody in the room knows it. If you've ever played any sport, a team sport, Everybody in the room when it's over, you know, when you had just a horrible game. And the last thing you need is a coach coming in and just, what the fuck is wrong with you all suck? You know, don't want to be like the coach on Letterkenny, you know, fucking embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) Crash cans all over the place. I love, I love, by the way, the scene, the, the episode where they're on the, where he's on the golf course and they, you know, he has somebody there who brings him a garbage can so he can kick it when he's pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, but I, I, so yeah, just kind of getting back to your point. I mean, yeah, Boudreaux, I think maybe he just knew going in, you know, okay, this is a room where everybody's kind of tense and they're really down down with each other and he just kind of picks you back up. He doesn't kick your ass. He comes in and goes, hey, like you said, you know, kind of I think he's kind of on the line of, hey, guys, you know, because the, the reputation he has is as a player's coach. Uh-huh. Right. So, 
you know, it's just unfortunately after a while, as we talked about before, every coach tends to have a, a shelf life, regardless of what kind of style that you do. There's very, very few who can be in the job for as long as they want. I mean, even some of the best of the best. I mean, like the great Scotty Bowman. I mean, he had a shelf life, too, you know, with certain teams. So, uh, you know, I think I think this will be good for the Canucks for probably the, you know, this season, next season, definitely, perhaps the third one. After that, we'll kind of see where they are and how they're doing. But, yeah, I, I just think it's just obviously it's different styles, like like you suggested. In the case of the Canucks, this is a guy coming in who saw a bunch of players who were really down on themselves. And, then, yeah, just kind of, I don't know, maybe, maybe the Bruce Boudreaux version of Ted Lasso. I don't know. You know <laughs> take the believe poster over the door, whack it every time. <laughs> Something. There we go. There we go. Uh, well, it's probably uh, it's probably says fucking believe though. It probably does, yeah. <laughs> Barbecue stain. Fucking on. believe. <laughs> Barbecue sauce stain on there. It's great. Yeah. Um, a lot of fan bases are panicking. Line. A lot of people throwing their jerseys on the ice. Um, I thought this was 2007 with the way it was going. Well, they're doing it in four of the seven Canadian cities, so I think Winnipeg will be next if they lose another another home game because they're struggling. Oh, God willing. So far, oh. it's been Edmonton, Vancouver, uh, Montreal, and Toronto. You know, I think in Montreal, you're not going to see any more jerseys hit the ice because everybody's just resigned themselves to the fact that, yeah, this team really sucks. It's going to suck for a while. Of course, yeah, like half the team sideline by injury. But, yeah, we're 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 definitely uh, going to finish near the basement. So, OK, I think everybody's reached the point of acceptance that we got a good chance of winning the draft lottery next year. Right. <laughs> yeah. Whereas with Toronto it was just Toronto. You know, sorry, but it really was. It's like Jesus Christ. Two weeks into this for, into the season, and some numpty's throwing a jersey on the ice already. What the fuck's wrong with you? Get out of here. That's all right. You know? He just bought it two uh, two yeah. hours ago while he was uh, getting in, yeah, while exactly. he was in line to get into the arena. So drunk, probably. It's like you know, I'm the only kid who can watch the place. Fucking god. You know, Vancouver for obvious reasons because that was just everybody. That was all just reaching a fever pitch there. I mean, you know. So in a way, yeah. I kind of understood that one. Uh, the one in I'll Edmonton, take throwing a jersey on the ice more than burning down the city. So, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I I would definitely take that. Um, unless you win, then Montreal, it's like woohoo, burn the bitch down. But whatever. Um, Edmonton was, yeah, that was kind of a weird one, too. Though, yeah, the Oilers have kind of really sucked in the last six games. But the Oilers are who you think they are. A one-line team. Mm -hmm. A two-player team. They are who we think they are. So, and guess what? Once again, teams have figured out how to play against them. Uh So, yeah, yeah. But anyway, what other, what other, you know, that's just, I've just kept track of the Canadian teams where that are getting jerseys tossed. That's on about there. it. What's going on in the States that's, there? That's about it. Yeah, that's about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. you guys value your jerseys more than we do here. Or we don't care enough about sports that way. Yeah. That could be it, actually. I think that's yeah. the issue. Yeah. The, the, they would rather burn a jersey <laughs> than throw it on the ice, I think is the fire yeah. better than ice. Yeah. Although, as we all know from our friend Frank Einstein, fire bad. Yeah, true. Arr, That's a very arr. true statement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true, uh, Frank. Frank uh, but you know, the Oilers' point leads me to this point. Mm. Um, July first, twenty twenty-two, um, is when the no movement clause of Connor McDavid's contract kicks in. Just putting that out there. Mm. Just putting putting that out there. Yeah. So 
Just putting that out there, Lyle. I'm just saying. I'm just stating, again, stating facts, Lyle. Stating facts. <laughs> uh, Talk to us about that when we get to June 30th, and we'll, we'll see where we're at by that point. Sometimes. Oh, I can't. No. So as soon as this season ends and the Oilers didn't win the Stanley Cup, I cannot believe the next month and a half that's going to occur where Connor McDavid is going to be traded before oh. his new movement cross kicks yep. in because oh, it will yeah. be fucking fantastic. Here we go. Oh, yeah. I will start that if, wholeheartedly. Yeah. If if they either don't, well, it's not just enough they don't win the Stanley Cup. If they don't get past the first round or worse, don't even, or worse, fail to make the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Off to the races because I guarantee to you, Scotty, you won't even get a chance to be first with that one. Because oh, I guarantee to you there will be a scribe in Toronto who will put that out there just like that. Lyle is going to be making money hand over fist Here, on his website. Here's oh. the thing. They, they already oh. have that drafted up and just waiting to hit that submit button. <laughs> it's waiting to hit send, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the one – no, but the one I'm looking forward to. That could very well happen. Toronto Maple Leafs. Mm-hmm. Fail to get past the first round again. Mm-hmm. If that happens, the calls to burn that mother down are going to be. You thought they were bad last summer. Oh Jesus! Yes. You wait. You wait. I mean, if and oh, right now they're God, they're the here top for the chaos. team in the standings right now. They are top Fuck team yeah, in the standings. Go. If they finish, if they win, I mean, picture this: they win the President's Trophy. Always a good first time ever in their career in their in their franchise. Uh, if there they is a win God. the president's trophy and fail to advance past the first round again. Oh my God! If they lose to Boston in the first round too, oh, oh, please oh, let's go. You let's fucking Boston go. could be in that situation, guys. Because right now they're like scrambling to to oh, get a wild card spot. God, this would be that amazing. actually happened. And if 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 Bergeron and and Rask can just tune up the band one more time, oh god! Even if it's just for a round, like you don't. Oh, yeah, I don't even yeah. need them to win another round after they that. Don't, if they yeah. just win that first round against win Toronto, that first round. Oh my god! Oh, I am I am horny for a Toronto Maple Leafs blow up. <laughs> I am a little I'm hard you, right now thinking. I'm about telling it. you that it, you it's, stand up, it you? will yeah, be. So. Just like last summer was was bad enough, but if they if they fail again, if they fall on their faces again, well, uh, Mitch Marner's gone for sure. I can't. One wait of those for guys will be gone. Season, season two won't. of All or Nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but honest to God, if that was to happen, Marner Marner would get the boot. They won't trade Austin Matthews, but Marner would get the boot. You know, Tavares but, they can't trade him. So would uh, Austin Matthews be like fucking about? That could happen too. I wonder. Matthews could turn around and say, "That's enough." Listen, you know, I love Tempe, and I love the fact that they have these <laughs> digital Sims. I need can to be you, there. That new arena. I need to be when it, there when it opens up. Yeah, I need to be there now. Now, I mean, we're sitting here making. Fun. I don't know what Austin Matthews would say or do nothing like that. But I, honest to God, the the calls for Mitch Marner to be traded last summer, like. They were like, and it was coming to you for like not just fans. Like you had supposedly some sensible pundits were even saying maybe they should look into doing that, you know. And they won't be able to to, to you, you got to figure Kyle Dubas. Oh boy, you want to talk about somebody whose feet is going to be to the hell to the fire? Brendan Shanahan and his Shanna plan. Mm, 
that ain't going that ain't going to fly very much anymore. And uh, Sheldon Keefe, head coach. I mean, does he become the sacrificial lamb if Davis uh, yes. and Shanahan hold their jobs? Oh, I think so, definitely. Yes, he's. I out. agree, with Johnny. There's yeah. zero. There's zero chance that the other two take blame for this. It's all going to be on Sheldon Keefe. Yeah, it'll all be. Second on of all, I love the fact that there's an entire fan base in a professional sport that is on such a knife edge that oh. it is fucking amazing to everybody that's outside of that that it's like i said i i i used to yeah like i used to to to, to pity these fans I, and genuinely feel sorry for them like you know was on yeah, this show wasn't that long ago where i said a few no, years ago yeah where i sat down and i said this isn't funny anymore this has to stop you know, they've been so mismanaged and they've been just betrayed by their management over and over. And it's just false hope after bad moves, after everything. But this this feels this is kind of different because you've got and it's just because management, again, made that famous play that, you know, we've all talked about, you know, the Tavares signing that I think just sent that whole plan off the rails. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say is that they had a chance. Yeah. They to, had a chance that summer to, to fix that team. And they yeah. were like, what we need is the guy that grew up in fucking Maple Leaf sheets. And we're going to sign him because if we have 47 centers on this team, we're going to be amazing. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, we, we've rehashed this and talked about it over and over. But we're but I think we're all in agreement that 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 was the moment where the Shanna plan went off the rails. That was the moment. Because the, and, sh the shiny thing was available. Yeah. And they're paying for it and they're and they're and they could keep paying for it. And yeah, it's all I know is just, yeah, I mean, I have, you know, I have friends who are Leafs fans and right now they're like, yes, they're yes, yes, yes. One losing streak. And we don't need to look back too far to see that. Go back to the start of the season where Lee's fans were, as you said, throwing jerseys on the ice. And waffled. <laughs> and we're already calling for Mitch Marner to be traded. You know, and all that. I mean, yeah, it's just, as you said, they are definitely the, the fans that are at the most on the, on the knife's edge. You know, I think among all NHL fans, they are the most just, oh, yeah. I love it. Ah, it's entertaining. I'm horny for this, Lyle. Let me believe you and me. <laughs> I am horny for this dis discourse. And I mean, I the irony is that there was a period of time where Caps fans were like that same exact <clears throat> way. And then they're like, oh, <laughs> we won a cup. It's amazing when that burden comes off your shoulders. <laughs> yeah. We weren't throwing jerseys, I don't think, though. Mm, That's because Caps fans, that. people in D.C. value the cost of a jersey. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't have the Canadian cost to it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Notice how only Canadian jerseys are hitting the ice. They've got to be like like $100 US. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you, sir? They're 110 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you get paid in American dollars. That's true. Well, all right, can can I can I feel back the curtain a little bit? So Mark with a C hasn't joined us yet. He's he's working. Yeah, uh, he is and working. Burning the candle at both ends. He's like, hey, yeah, let me know when there's five minutes um, left in the show, and we'll, I'll come on. We'll do we'll I'll do a pick and we'll play games. Okay. Oh no. It's, it's eight forty-five, and I text him. I'm like, hey, five minutes. 
It's like, wow, already? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> You've not been doing this fucking show for 20 years? Like, <laughs> what are you, what is, what? <laughs> I mean, he's been working. I guess, but still, man. He probably some- doesn't even have children right now. No, he probably, well, he has children, just not. True, true. Not, not, sit, not with him. Not yeah, with him. agreed. Yeah. So we were gonna there wait. was definitely like a 10-day period of time where I thought I broke oh, oh, a, oh. A, a toe the last time I was at Mark's house, but I didn't. It's it's healed back. It's fine. I thought you were traveling, Mark. I had Hudson set up um, a bunch of booby traps, oh. like like Kevin McAllister, and John fell for him. That's yeah. how he hurt himself. True story. No, um, not traveling. <laughs> just literally had to work. Oh, okay. tonight. So uh, I was, I was at my my work desk, which is over there, right around the other side of this desk, because God, my man, actual we were just saying good we things about you while you yeah, were. Yeah, what else is new? Yeah, <laughs> I thought you were. I we thought were you didn't have complimenting children. you about how prompt you were and knowing how time works with our show <laughs> for the last twenty years. It's <laughs> <laughs> very. Uh, Bold of you to think that I know how to tell time. Well, yeah, no, I have the messages to prove that. Like, <laughs> he did the show for 20 years. Sean Leahy's going to have a field day with this one. You know that? I know. Uh, Lyle, I'm just going to... Sean gonna... Leahy's going to text me about it tomorrow. He's gonna No, he's going to tweet us. Like he did that one time where he said, good Long Island boy, for some fucking... I don't even remember what it was. <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm not joking when I say this out loud. I can't tell you how many times I get a text message in the morning because I'm already asleep that just says, Sonny Milano, good Long Island boy. I'm like, I don't even know what he fucking did. (laughs) Oh, that's what it was because we were talking about Steve Gutenberg last week. (laughs) He goes, Steve Gutenberg, good Long Island boy. (laughs) Just ran (laughs) and sleep. Oh, man. Um, I'm assuming we had nothing left to say, Lyle. So we're gonna. No, we're good, bud. Uh, also, I <laughs> want to say, Lyle, that uh, you have entered a new era. We have, uh, I have bought uh, podcastmonsters.com, uh, so we can make that same joke for the next five decades. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently, on uh, the internet, on the Twitter, uh, podcast monsters is taken. So we have to go with the old gimmick: podcast monsters leave off the last S for squatting for a username. <laughs> <laughs> So it's God, underscore podcast monster on Twitter for all your podcast monster needs. <laughs> uh, That's pick fantastic. Em. Pick them, pick them, pick them, pick them. Pick them. Mark picked his own team last week and he won. Yay. Oh, geez. I'm turning How the corner here. PG County represent. Uh, me and Lyle tied for with 10. Johnny's just happy to be here. I don't yes. even remember what my rationale was. What what league did, were we even in? The WHL yeah. picked Prince George. That's always the best way. A, what league did we even pick last week? Right. <laughs> I think I think it was a funny arena name. Yeah, probably. The, the big thing that seems to be your gimmick. We we did which one? Last I'd week? be taking the, it as well. WHL. WHL. I'm gonna. There look aren't it. enough of these that have uh, a ten or uh, the the size of the arena on Wikipedia. They don't? That's kind of shocking. We're doing the A yeah. this week, everybody. Oh, no, it was the Cougar. It was a Cougar joke. Oh, that's right. It was a Cougar joke. Funny hat. Yeah. Funny hat Cougar joke. Um, yeah, they don't. That's pretty sad, actually. So now yeah, we right? Off, we have to go off of arena name alone. Yeah, because I appreciate the arenas that have odd number seats for some reason. Right? <laughs> um, all right. So, Johnny, you get to pick first. Uh, what, where, where, what, what are we picking? 
AHL. The AHL. American never Hockey. heard of it. <laughs> you never heard of it all? All right. So I'm probably I'm probably gonna have to go with the arena that uh, ended Ben Bishop's career. Um, the arena is the H-E-B Center at Cedar Park. You're Sorry, I mean, the guy's name is Howard E. Butt, though. I mean, what's better? <laughs> Probably Howard <laughs> E. Butt. You said you're a butthead. Like, you're not... Didn't have to there, go... What's the libation there, Mark? Uh, I'm drinking just some bullet here. And so, so bourbon is my beer of choice. Beer, my drink of choice. <laughs> bourbon uh, is my beer of choice. My bourbon drink of choice beer. when I have to do work. Uh, it's a good slow roll. If I drink a beer, I'll wind up drinking like three beers while I'm working, and that's no good for anybody. So, no, no. All right, there we go. You do taste right, well, yourself. Sorry for offending everyone. Yeah, well, I, my apologies. I, I had no it idea. It wasn't I you was that just... offended. It was Mark. Yeah, my, my apologies. Yeah, but Leahy won't yeah, know the difference. He won't know. Well, no, because I'm going to edit it out. Well, why on earth would you? Why would you do that? Then, <laughs> if you're, if you're, the, I mean, Texas clearly doesn't care about offending anybody. So <laughs> that's a true statement. <laughs> but, like, but like you said, it, it's Howard Edward Butt who took over for his mom, Florence. Florence yeah, but on Wikipedia, it just why says not? H-E-B Center at yeah. Cedar Park. You're right. Why not call it the Butt Center then? Well, <laughs> it used to be the CC Butt Grocery Store, but kids made fun of it. <laughs> <laughs> I would totally, if this was butt center at Cedar Park, I'd totally <laughs> it. <laughs> like, I could, get, I could get one of my friends, Kirby, to put money into the arena. Like, just because it's called butt center. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Um, Lyle, you're up. Like, uh, hey, Lyle, you got anything else to say? To, it's going to be like... There, it's gonna be like blank. There were no pickums tonight. No, no. Blank. And then it's gonna be like, it's gonna be like, all right, haha, fuck you, let's go. No, it's, gonna, it's gonna be like, here's what it's gonna be. It's gonna be like Johnny picks his team. I pick the Texas Stars. Lyle, I pick the Rochester Americans. Me, it's just no banter in between. We have to cut the whole thing out. And on that note, but it's actually thinking, just yeah. gonna be Scotty doing voiceovers for us. Yeah, exactly. Texas <laughs> Stars. <laughs> but see, Scotty is gonna do some out over the top Italian accent for us, and we're back to where we started. But that's expected of me in this climate. Yeah. Everyone's saying, "Where's the affected voice, Scotty?" Uh, all right, I'm going. I'm, I'm going with the uh, the Chicago NWO Wolf Wolves Pack. Ooh, you had a layup in Hartford, Lyle. You had the Hartford Wolfpack. And That's just... too easy. Oh, Jesus Christ. And I, to be honest, I didn't see them because I just <laughs> saw the first one I saw. And I'm like, oh. I'll Wait, there's two Wolfpacks? I bought yeah, it. No, there's, and a wolf there's pack. the Hartford Wolfpack, but I chose the Chicago <laughs> NWO Wolves Pack. So. <laughs> I was trying to do something different because Rock. I was going to go with the Rochester Real Americans again, but I was like, no, come up with something different. So, God, what other wrestling things could you have done? <laughs> oh, I could have done the Stockton Harlem Heat, uh, the Laval Owen Owen the Rocket Heart, yeah. uh, the uh, Ontario Roman Reigns. Uh, there's so many. There's a ton of them in this one. Yeah. There is. There's a whole flood of them in here. Of course, the, the layup, as you said, 
Uh, I'll, I'll live. I'll, oh, yeah, the Bridgeport Islanders as well. Blame the Islanders. Uh, da, da, da. Yeah, there was a lot there I could have used. But There's yeah. a lot. Uh, we went we went the uh, unfunny route Z on that one. Um, okay. I'll stick with okay. that. Though. Sorry. All right, You're going to have to leave I will the never last pick them again for squatting. After yeah. You have to yeah, last, last for squatting. Uh, squatty potty. Um, <laughs> I am going to pick. Um, then I am going to go with. Um, God, where am I going to go now? Oh, of course. Nick, Dr. Nick Riviera's favorite arena, the Upstate Medical University Arena. <laughs> <laughs> the Syracuse Crunch. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound made up at all. No, not at all. Oh, so you went to Upstairs Hollywood Medical College, too. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize that the AHO is such a shit show when it came to the, the names. Oh, they're pretty terrible, aren't they? Wow. They're like, will you give us money? Oh, sure, we'll name it after <laughs> you guys. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's the funny part is that, well, the Utica team, the Adirondacks. I don't think you're near Utica. I don't know. I don't know my New York geography that far. Are you gonna pick that team, Mark? Who are you picking? Uh well so I'll, I'll I'll make my pick and then I'll go I'll let you know who I thought you were gonna pick so okay. I'm gonna go with a an arena that sounds like a body part mm. I'll let you decide what body part that is oh. I'm gonna go with the Pachanga Arena the San Diego Gulls See, I believe I that's that. uh, uh Pachanga that's yeah. next to the Patella isn't it. Yeah, I'm, it's a little I, higher than that, I think. I thought but... it was closer to the groin area. But we also, we also would accept it, uh, Corey Matthews' love interest. Yes, uh, Pachank, um, yes, absolutely. Yeah. So we don't I think. thought you were going to go with the uh, the Cleveland Podcast Monsters. Oh, I should have went with the podcastmonsters.com. Uh, yeah. They, they play, even we'll play in Senior Rocket Mortgage. That's <laughs> true. They do say Senior <laughs> Man, that's a shame. Hey, next Can time. I just tell you how fantastic that was, by the way? You guys sent me that, uh, was, that video. Was that was fantastic. I, 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 I must have wasted a, a half an hour just, <laughs> just replaying that. It's like a 45-second bit. I know. Right? I, know. <laughs> I would play it, and I'm like, okay, I got to go back to work. And then uh, I'll check my more. mail. <laughs> By the way, that was the pick'em segment. If you only, you probably only heard five seconds of it. Uh, <laughs> a lot of I it. I can't was wait. Our, like our show is actually going to be like two hours and fifteen minutes long, and it's going to be like <laughs> one fifty-eight on the iTunes. Don't don't need a dollar to get the video show because I ain't going to fucking cut that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time for some haha. Fuck you, card card game. Oh yeah. You missed this. Hey. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. This is a nice. This is actually a nice card from 2019-20. Uh, Does it have you, a jersey in it? Uh, sadly, no, it doesn't. But this guy, uh, this guy, six one, two hundred pounds from Brampton, Ontario, plays nine NHL seasons, has five hundred eighty-five uh, points up until the 2019-20 season. Um, formerly of the uh, the Boston Bruins, then. Of another team, where he is now. Lyle, name this guy who has a fancy card that I'm rolling around in my hand right now, devaluing it every second. Oh Jesus! <clears throat> oh, uh, Tory Krug. Tory Krug, Mark. 
See, I was gonna. Uh, I'm I'm going with Dougie Hamilton. Dougie Hamilton, Johnny. Oh, see, I was thinking Dougie Hamilton as well. Okay. Do I have to pick another? Do I have to pick somebody <laughs> well, else? The yes. just. Then I'm gonna go part. with. Uh, I'm gonna go with David Krejci. All right, uh, Tyler Sagan. Um, oh. Uh, that's a fancy. Dang. A nice yeah, I mean that was a lot of points for the defenseman, Lyle. We probably should. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I'd forgotten about the whole. Uh, yeah, five hundred points. So, thing. so here's the here's the really fun part about the card game is that I only hear like a a stat or two, and I just stick to that one, and I'm like, this is what I'm guessing, and yeah. it'd be like, I didn't even like last week. I re-listened to the end of the show. And you said something about at one point a right hand catch goalie, and I I picked a left hand catch goalie. I never heard the right hand catch goalie. Collective <laughs> listening. I had, I had already heard what I was what I was guessing. I heard, and that was what I was guessing. I, I heard goalie, and I knew how I was going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this guy's from Etobicoke, Ontario. There you go. made that up. You made Re- that up. Recorded his. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't spell like Etobicoke. Etobicoke. <laughs> <It's laughs> Exactly. A Toby Coke. Yep. Uh, he recorded his first hat trick on January 17th, 2020 scored uh, when he scored twice in the first period. And then uh, once in the third in a blowout of the Winnipeg Jets, uh, he netted his first overtime playoff winner September 17th of 2020 uh, during that playoff. So, uh, uh, Mark, name this uh, <coughs> guy who scored a playoff goal in September. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, well, I was, I was gonna go with Cole Caulfield, but that was this year, so I'm not gonna go with Cole Caulfield. Mm-hmm. It was earlier this year, I should say, not this season. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Alex Debrinket. Alex Debrinket. Johnny. Where Where did you say he was born? Uh, Etobicoke, Ontario. Ontario. <laughs> And I actually said his name right because normally I call him Brenda Cat, but you yeah. guys always make fun of me when I do that. Uh, I'm gonna go with Mark Shifley. Mark Shifley, Lyle. I'm gonna go with An- Anthony Shirelli. First off, it's Anthony Shirelli. Yes. Secondly, yes. An- another another perfect example of Johnny hearing only what he wants to hear. True story. I said, I said that he got a a third period hat trick in a blowout of the Winnipeg Jets. That's fine. <laughs> The only thing, the only thing that I'm that's fine. I didn't hear the Winnipeg Jets in, in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Either that, or I heard the Winnipeg Jets, and I went directly to the Winnipeg Jets. And I was like, "Well, they haven't been in the playoffs in a really long fucking time. Maybe that was the first time he was scored in the playoffs." That's fair enough. Fair point. The only reason why I got Anthony Chirelli was just as a shot in the dark, literally, because it's like, sure. okay, a playoff overtime goal in September. It's either the Lightning or it's the Dallas Stars. See, you Who do I know on the Lightning that I think I know is from Southern Ontario? Okay, Anthony Cirelli. <laughs> I love how Lyle's logic is logic, and my logic is like four-letter last name. <laughs> <laughs> he blocked uh, shots. Well, this this guy's got more than four letters in his last name, and he had uh, 34 points in the 2019-20 season. Uh, trailed. Uh, he had uh, 10, 10 uh, more. What? All right, that math doesn't work. He contributed 41 shot blocks and uh, was at 63 hits, mm. averaging over 22 minutes a game on his way to a Stanley Cup championship. In Johnny, name this former Montreal Canadiens draft pick. It uh, he uh, oh, 
I feel like he should be a defenseman if he's blocking that many shots. I hope so. <laughs> I mean, like, like a, like an Anton Volchenkov type person. Yeah, maybe, maybe that kind of mold. Yeah, yeah. like you know, in that, in that ilk, in that same vein. Yeah. Yes. Um. Uh. I don't. I. I have zero idea at this point because the only name that came into my head was Jonathan Druin. <laughs> Perfect, <laughs> Jonathan Druin. Lyle. So I'm going with that. I, I, I'm not gonna. I, I feel like he should be a defenseman. Jonathan Drew definitely didn't block that many shots, but no. you know, fuck it, let's go. Yeah. Lyle. I, I okay. Very, very quickly, let me hear the rundown again. All right. Uh, was second on points on his team. Had ten more points in the uh in the postseason. Forty-one shot blocks, sixty-three hits, averaged twenty-two minutes a game on his way to a Stanley Cup. Former Montreal Canadiens draft pick. Montreal Canadiens draft pick. Mikhail Sergachev. Uh, Mark? Wow. Uh, you know, I was going to, I'm going to do the same thing that Johnny did. I focused on the last part of what you were saying, and I completely See? forgot about the whole Canadiens part. <laughs> uh, but I'm gonna, still going to go with Callahan. All right, perfect. It is, it is Sergachev. Yes, <laughs> I'm doing better this week. Like, I'm not even joking. I just like focus in on one thing, and I'm like, I'm thinking of all the people that I know of this one thing. <laughs> all right, so this guy uh, was named to the 1993-94 Upper Deck All Rookie Team, and captured oh. the Calder Trophy in 1993. He finished second in goals against average and fourth in save percentage in 93-94. Uh, Mark, name this goaltender. From the Eastern Conference. Mark just left. left. Johnny, name this goaltender from the Eastern Conference. <laughs> oh, Mark's back. Mark's back. Mark, right. Mark, to tell I had to, I, there was a, I had a Teams message on the work computer that I can see right over there that I had to go respond to. So sorry about give, that. Give him, I'm the, back. Give, him, give him the rundown right, again. So this, this guy Johnny. was named to the 93-94 NHL Upper Deck rookie, all-rookie team. Yes. Was the Calder Trophy winner in 93 Finished second in goals against average and fourth in save percentage in 93-94. Name this Eastern Conference goaltender. Rookie of the year goaltender, 93-94. Oh, that's going to be Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Johnny. (laughs) Love it. Just I didn't hear any of those other things. Face. Just rookie of the year goaltender. Yeah, that's a, that's what I'm kind of trying try to stick to as well. Like <laughs> trying to figure out who would have been the rookie of the year in '93, '94, and played in the Eastern Conference. Um, You're limited to like 13 teams at that time. I know, right? And the, here's the sad part: is I have no fucking idea who played in '93, '94. Well, you're limited to 26 positions, 26 people who could have won it. Yeah. Yeah, you limited this down really well. Yeah. And I'm still oh, You're still fucking this up. Still screwing this up. Uh Roberto Luago. All right, Bobby Lou. Lyle. Martin Brodeur. Marty Brodeur. Yeah, Marty Brodeur. That that was the giveaway. I thought there. that was yeah. too early. I, I thought he, he started earlier than that. Nah, no, he came in three ninety four. Came in right to get <laughs> by the uh, the Mark Messier thing. See, the early 90s are like my dead spot. I was in high school and college, yeah. and th- mm-hmm. those were weird times. So wait, hold on. He won a Stanley Cup in his in his rookie year? 
No, no. No, no in 95. 95. Oh, that was, okay. So two years. I mean, that was still early on in his career. Well, I felt like yeah. he was an established vet at that point, but I guess not. I think he was one of the more standout goalies at that time because he was mm-hmm. one of the ones that kind of brought in the butt. Him and Wall were like the big, that was the big French-Canadian yeah. invasion. <clears throat> oh, yeah, that was the that was the, the height of uh, the French-Canadian goaltenders uh, that period. Wall and, and Brodeur and Luongo came later on, and yeah, there was a whole bunch of them. All yeah. right, this this, uh, this guy he uh, wore black and red three times during his career, uh-huh. uh, in different cities. Uh, his split stats from ninety five ninety six he played uh, he was better at home. Uh, out of twenty nine home games, he won fifteen of them, had one shutout, and had nine thirty three save percentage away. He played thirty games, had seven wins, twenty mm. losses, and a nine oh seven save percentage. Uh, goals against average at home two twenty nine, away three thirty nine. Uh, Johnny, name this guy who wore black and red three times, non consecutively, in his career. <clears throat> wow. It's a goalie, too, so again, eliminating the options for you. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. Uh, what year card are we looking 95, at? Uh, so this is 96 97. All right. Uh, Before the trade deadline. Okay, good. <laughs> I mean, most cards are put out before the trade deadline. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's nice shot. Um, weirdly enough, the first name that came into my head was Dominic Kasich, but I don't feel like that's it because they only had the one jersey in Buffalo that was red and black. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe somebody that played for the Senators. So Patrick Laleem. All right, Patrick Laleem, Lyle. I was thinking Senators, too. Um, Damian Rhodes? Damian Rhodes, Mark? I'm going to steal Dominic Hasek because I feel like it is Dominic Hasek. <laughs> oh, look at oh, that. Oh, there we the go. Black, the Blackhawks, the Sabres, and the Senators. Oh. Black and yeah. red. See, I forgot he played for the Senators. Yeah. yeah. But you were thinking Detroit, and you're like, Detroit doesn't have black. Yeah, green. That's exactly I where that. I was going, was I thought yeah. Detroit. And I was like, they don't. they didn't have a black jersey back then. Yeah. They had that weird, shitty silver one, but that was only what they played outside. The the next card I'm not even going to give you guys an attempt to guess. Um, This guy represented, I'm just going to tell you, it's Chad Allen. Um, He represented Canada in the 1993 Pacific Cup Championship in Japan, finished fourth in team scoring and were a defenseman, named to the 94-95 WHL Eastern Division first team all stars and Uh played junior hockey with the Saskatoon Blades. He had zero points in seven games of the World Juniors. Here's a picture of Chad Allen. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he also played in the uh, Quebec Junior Major Tournament. Yep. And uh, also played in Malbo. True. All roads. All roads lead to Malbo. All right. Bet all uh, that's true. Little speed round on this one. This guy won't go down. Um, Lyle. <sighs> Anton Volchenko. <laughs> uh, we, we know he goes down. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. All right. Uh, Mark. I don't know. Tell me. Johnny. Batman. Jamie Ben. <laughs> Doesn't go down on women. Um, <laughs> Neither is Batman. No, I've seen it. Uh, this guy was one of the last holdouts to get vaccinated. Uh, Mark. Tyler Bertuzzi. Um, all right, I should preface this. One of the last holdouts, but did get vaccinated. But did get vaccinated. Mackenzie Blackwood. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Johnny Mackenzie Blackwood. Lyle. I'm with Johnny. Yeah, no, it's Mackenzie Blackwood. <laughs> 
<laughs> I got one today. Um, this guy has two kids uh, playing hockey. Uh, Johnny. Uh, Keith Kachuk. Lyle. Yeah. Keith Kachuk. Yeah. All right, Keith Mark. Kachuk. Keith Kachuk. <laughs> I mean, hey, technically, Obi Alex Ovechkin. Obi was scored a, a power play goal. He's Obi scored that goal. Power play goal. Was, there we it go. was a pretty, pretty goal, too. Obi's and when you watch the most power play goals, Ed Backstrom got an assist. And when you watch the uh, the replay, it's hilarious. Mark Andre Fleury's reaction when he sees that it's Ovechkin that's wide open in his office. Because he he pretty much gives up. He tries to make the save, but you can see in his body language that he's not getting there. You see a slowdown, just like, yep, that's me. <laughs> it's it's I'm wondering how I got here. <laughs> All right, this one. Uh, this guy set up two tallies in the first period for the Metropolitan Division uh, against the Atlantic Division in the 2020 NHL All-Star Game. He recorded 19 goals, 41 assists in 2019-20. Uh, Lyle, name this guy from Coquitlam, British Columbia. Oh, <laughs> Artemi Panarin. Artemi Panarin. <laughs> British Columbia. He's not Mark. from British Columbia. Uh, do you know that for sure? Yeah. Mark? I'm gonna, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good guess. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I don't know who it is. Go. It's speed yeah. round. Johnny? Doot, doot, doot. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with a Canadian guy. Okay. Matt Barzell. You're right. Perfect. <laughs> All right, last one. Uh, the only thing I would give to you is that he was a defenseman and he was the first card of last week. Oh, Jesus. Johnny. Oh. <laughs> you re listened to the show, John. You, you have a. I did, but I did. it doesn't mean I remember anything. <laughs> Like, this is the worst thing. It could be Anton Volchenkov at this point, for all I fucking know. <laughs> I mean, that's all that I'm guessing. All right, Lyle. Brian Leach. Mark. Brent Seabrook. Brian Leach. Yay! Brent Seabrook was well. Brent Seabrook was in there, but he was the second defenseman. Yes, he mm. was. Yeah. Because right, we all said okay. Duncan Keith, except for Johnny, who said Brent Seabrook. <laughs> exactly. Because that wanted to be different. <laughs> <laughs> and he was right. <laughs> exactly. And we got the Philip Forsberg card. We had a good laugh. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, because his his dad got fired. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Peter All right, Forsberg. Lyle, thanks again. Have a good week. We will talk. Oh, are are you guys doing a show next week? We are before... doing shows all the way through, brother. For Christmas. Yep. Awesome. Okay. I, yeah. I will be on next week, and I I all can't right. say for sure that I won't be intoxicated. Hey, whatever, man. Perfect. I will be, for it's sure. I can for sure of say that. Our Christmas shows. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. All right. See you next week, guys. There he goes, Lyle Richardson. At Spectres Hockey on Twitter, SpectresHockey.net on the internet. Johnny, shout-outs. Um, I'll give a shout-out to uh, to New Jobs. Give a shout-out to uh, Mark working his current job during most of the show. I'll give a... Uh, Give a shout out to the Black Bears Christmas and uh, yeah, hockey this weekend. Let's go. Mark. Uh, yes, I've been uh, working and crafting. Mm. I'm up to almost 300 greens and whites. Nice. In, in the top sap. So I'm getting to catch Scotty. So Scotty's got to be close to the greens. I I think I am. I'm close to the blues to, or red too. So, wow. Look. 
So what happens after we collect all the actual cards? We we then have to go after those silly limited decks. Yeah, you have to go for the like the super rares. I do appreciate that I've been playing this, by the way, for three weeks, close to a month at this point. And I just figured out what that hockey puck thing did. Right. I know. I sent you that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Yeah. So there, there, tops, tops uh, gets a shout out. Hell yeah! Their card, the 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 that toys template for that die cut is fantastic. Wish it was a real card. Um, yeah. Shout out to the top sap. Hours of fun. Um, I'm up to three thousand four hundred and twenty-seven cards owned. Um, so hooray for me. I looked at Johnny. He's like, damn, he's got some super rares out the asshole. The hell is he doing? <laughs> I do have some good super rares. He must work out. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Shout out and a diss to the top zap for the the cool cards that we can't get in person. Like I mean, like that, like like come on, load up, you son of a bitch. Like that looks like a fucking badass card. Like that that I would love a die cut of. So I kind of agree that like <clears throat> the only the thing that's really cool about this app is they're like, hey, check out all of these really cool cards that we created. And the thing that really sucks about this app is like you can't just be like, hey. I want this card. Send it to me. Mm-hmm. That's so. the shitty part about it. I do have some really cool, like, fake autographs, though, on the app. Right. Nice. Wonderful. Um, and a shout-out to Ice Time on Tuesday. If I, It's going to be fun. <laughs> I keep telling myself. So, Jen will get to play goalie. We'll have some laughs. Be a good time. Jen will like it. Jen will enjoy it thoroughly. No matter what occurs, Jen will appreciate it. Yeah. Most definitely. All right. Well, that's it. That's all. Uh, for Johnny P, Mark of the C, I'm Scotty Watts. Take care of yourself. And someone else has been uh, Face Off Hockey Show, uh, part of PodcastMonsters.com and the Face Off Hockey I think we're just going to change the Face Off Hockey Show media faction to PodcastMonsters.com. I appreciate that. Yeah. The, rolls off the tongue a little bit more. And uh, it uh, is a throwback to our roots. Exactly. We, we, can, we can sandwich the show and have something Monsters.com until we end the damn thing. Yeah, and I, I actually work on the West Coast. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Yes. Check out Ode Rubina. Um, shit. What else? Was oh, yeah. Check out the socials at FOHS Radio uh, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and patreon.com slash baseball hockey show for the uncensored, uncensored pick'em segment from this week that really went off the rails. And, you know, what can you do? Uh, that's it. Talk to you guys uh, next week. We'll be that much close to Christmas. Woo! Uh, be well, be safe, wash your hands. I'll see you then. Peace.